Breaker, what's your 20? This here's the podcast crew. We're hauling up at 901, about to hit the airwaves. Ready for big trucks, cool characters, and the explosive action you'll only find in Convoy? Well, rev up your engines for... An Earful of Convoy. Northern California's number one podcast about the 1978 movie based upon the 1976 novelty song about trucking. Fans of cinema and music will find much alike. That is, if you're not some no-good bear like Dirty Lyle. Breaker, breaker, good buddy. Expect in-depth analysis, breaking news about the cast and crew, a little rubber duck humor, and we'll even have a bear in the air. They even had a bear in the air. Hello and welcome to an earful convoy. No, Hello. no, 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 no. Be careful. Found, no. found him. Found, yeah, I know. This is real dicey. Yeah. Uh, so I just turned I turned the loons down as is tradition. But next to them on this uh, mixing console in front of me was the, the big game, the, the crucial, crucial line. One, I mean, one, one touch here, and and the big game goes off the air. Yeah. If we were uh, anti big game uh, terrorists, we could we could cause major damage. But instead, we're we're friendly folks. We're allies. Allies. So um, we are we are at the helm, uh, recording some earful convoy as the big game is happening. So the big and the big game, as I should explain, uh, is a football game. That's enough. That's all we need okay. to say. Uh, so this is the first episode of Earful of Convoy, uh, Northern California's number one podcast about the 1978 movie based upon the 1976 novelty song about trucking since the 2016 elections. And I think we need. Oh. I think we need to clear the air. Uh, a lot of people have been uh, leveling criticism at us that we have... A lot of criticism no, coming that in. we have been part of the media that has helped to normalize uh, Donald Trump. We and, have been part of the media. And I, I think we have. We've spoken a lot about Trump. We've cracked a few wisecracks at his expense. And I think we'll say, like, oh, you level these jokes. You make him this big laughingstock. And that makes him normal. And that's how he became president of the United States. And I would say... I think, yes, it's true. We didn't take Trump seriously enough. And if this aided his presidential campaign, I would say uh, mea culpa. <laughs> That's what I would say. But I would say also, I think we have also been a great <laughs> place to talk about the dangers of fascism. We have talked about, we talked about that with the Dog Brothers. We talked about it with everybody. Anyone who would listen Anyone to Anyone who listen, this podcast is about is about the dangers of fascism. And for everyone out there who's scared, who feels like the world is turning against them, they don't know if their rights are going to be gone in the next few years, we're there for you. You're full of convoy. We'll always be there for you, fighting for the little guy. And I think we'll... We, you realize we only have a few episodes left. And we will we're always un, be we're there. Un, we're unlikely to be able to string those those episodes out over the next four years. Well, I don't know. I think I think people <laughs> didn't think we'd be around two years later after we started this this ambitious effort. So through the Trump presidency, we'll be here fighting for you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's that's I think clear in the air. That clear in the air is this a new segment called Clear in the Air? It is. It's called Clear in the. We start <laughs> with Clear in the Air. Clear we end with Bear in the Air. Okay. You start with Clear in the Air, end with Bear in the Air. It works. All right. So um, we are. Wow. That was. <laughs> I've got some. <laughs> I consumed a large quantity of matzah before the show. This is the perks of being in a radio <laughs> station. Sometimes you go in, and sometimes a box of matzah hanging out. <laughs> and, and you're like, yeah, this is why I do this. 
It's it's probably I mean I don't think I think I've had matzah like once before ever. Really? Yeah, and this is by far the largest quantity of matzah I've consumed. Someone call it a classic radio booby trap. <laughs> Cuz you eat it and then you can't talk cuz you have a large <laughs> amount of uh, of grain uh just, particulates just, just all over your throat. Clog yeah. in your throat. Yep, so I did get a little water so I think I'll be okay, but if I, if you hear a little I, rasp. I had to beg you to get any water at all. You did. I was going to go straight to the air, but um, yeah, so if you're a little little throat rasp from me, you know you know what's what's up there. TR. Okay, um, so we should get into business. Should we start with the sync? I think we should we start. We found early sync works well. Well, you know? okay, let's let's mm. news updates. News updates. We have not updated the website, but we have uh, our new feud brewing. Should we should we update the website right now? On the air? No, I don't think we should update the website on the air. Why not? Um, well, who who is the feud with? It's with Terry and who? <laughs> This is part of why we should not update the website on the air because we do not remember who we're feuding with. Uh, um, <laughs> Michelle, I yeah, think thank Michelle you. Was Michelle was involved. Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, I'm going to update the website. Okay. I mean, I'd say why not? This why is... not? Why not? But we're not. So is our feud, our feud is not with Chip Davis. No, it's with his two our, publicists. Yes, our feud is with the multiple layers of publicists that seem to be the gatekeepers to Chip Davis. <laughs> um. Okay. okay. F get uh, commit feud update. <laughs> uh, so in the meantime, we have not done what we promised we do in the last episode, which is, uh, which is actually reach out to the publicist again and ping him, and also reach out to uh, other convoy historians. We have failed at that, even though it's been like three weeks. No, uh, we d we reached out to someone, didn't we? No, I said I would get a forum account at the Peckinpah forum. Yeah. And talk. I will do that before next step. Okay. And you will ping. Uh, tear, tear, <laughs> tear, tear. Yeah. Okay. So pushed. Website's updated. Uh, good. Okay. Um, <laughs> it is really. It's so. It's so challenging to book guests for this show. Um, we have so many that want to be on the show, and so few that um have <laughs> have schedules that are conducive to being on the show. Uh oh. Turn my <laughs> turn my laptop volume down there. Okay, so we should. So we do. Have, do we have other new? Do we want to? Do we have other news we want to tackle before we get into the sync? Because I feel like early sync worked really well and continues we have our, to work uh, well. We've our theme song. Ah, that's very loud. Why? Ah, there we go. Uh, this is our famous theme song. I should probably stop this other music, huh? I mean, that's your... Yeah, that's one way you can do it. So we're in the middle of the theme song. It's time for corrections. No. What corrections do we have from last episode? We promised we would do things that we didn't. Is it a correction that we didn't follow through on our promises? I think so. Okay. That's good. I think there's other corrections that I have that I don't remember. Okay. Any that you do? I don't think so. You're usually the corrections are. Whoa. Did the website just live update? <laughs> what happened there? No, no. Just... just no, it like refreshed itself. Whoa! <laughs> I don't know what just. Have happened. you been messing with the JavaScript? I don't know. I don't think a static. I don't. That would be very. HTML odd. website would know there's an update and then somehow refresh. 
I don't understand. Don't know, but okay, that's good. So we got our current view, Terry and Michelle. Is that, are you sure it's Terry? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Terry. You're pretty sure. Okay. I mean, I suppose we promised that uh, we would do everything we could to defeat the uh, possibility of Trumpism and that there was no way we would let him be our next president, and it happened. I don't think we promised that. I think we promised the American people that. I don't think we did. I, well, maybe we need a, a, a contract. A correction that we didn't? A, a contract oh. with America. <laughs> From convoy to you. We did launch our camp. Should we take down the campaign from the website, the Rubber oh, Duck for President campaign? We did. That was our official endorsement. Our, we we yeah, said our presidential endorsement. We said we do not support Donald Trump and Hillary. He'll know. That's that's our that's our famous quote. Uh, we said Rubber Duck for President, and it didn't didn't happen. Well, uh, who knows? The Electoral College hasn't voted yet. That we have a chance, folks. That'd be so great. Yep. Yeah. One last chance for Rubber Duck. back wow oh god so loud that was so loud that was really painful okay um all right we are back uh we are going to we are very back <laughs> very back we are going to spoiler alert kick off our favorite segment everyone's <laughs> favorite segment what it's very much not our favorite segment but here we go it's my favorite segment oh that didn't work hold on <laughs> great <laughs> here we go Spoiler alert. This is when we read the moviespoiler.com. Dig that down a bit. Uh, you got to give these things time to breathe. We don't have time and for there this. there we go. Now we're in spoiler alert. Now Welcome we're... Welcome to spoiler alert, where we read the movie spoilers. Yes, we do, for the movie Convoy, written by Convoy34. Uh, I wonder if he's... Uh, how he feels about this presidential campaign. We should Convoy34? Uh, I'm sure he's a huge Trump supporter. Probably. Uh, okay, so... But to continue... Uh, where we left off last time, this is everything that he spoils from these five minutes, which is more or less a plot summary of these five minutes. Uh, as Tiny tries to get out of town, the truckers... That's Tiny Alvarez. That is. Sheriff of Alvarez, Texas. As Tiny tries to get out of town, the truckers smash through buildings and walls, and many times nearly run into and over Tiny. RD and Pigpen quickly approach the jail. Quickly... Yeah, they do. Uh, Lyle runs back in the office to grab a rifle, but they are locked up. Lyle gets on a phone to call an operator, but gets no answer. RD and Pigpen make a sharp turn and smash through the jail's office. Mike gets up, hearing the crash. Lyle, RD, and Pigpen recover from the crash. <laughs> I love that recovery scene. Yeah. Uh, they recover from the crash and have a shown down. Oh, a shown down. A shown down. Uh, Widow and Pigpen release Mike from the jail cell. Lyle questions RD. I knew you'd come, but I never figured 
you need help too. RD tells him he came by himself. The others came along later. The conversation gets hotter with back and forth insults. And then Lyle threatens if he had a gun, he'd shoot RD. RD replies, and that badge would make it all right, wouldn't? He dropped the word it at the end and it kind of ruins the uh, sentence. RD finally sees Mike. RD lunges to beat Lyle, thinking he did that. I wouldn't call it a lunge. I would call it a, like, a faint. Subtle, subtle motion. A, a subtle motion, yes. Yeah, sure, a faint. A faint motion. F-E-I-N-T faint, though. A faint faint. He faints onto Lyle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he just, he sees Mike with his bloody face, <laughs> and he just, he pulls out a handkerchief and says, Oh, oh my. And, and faints back into Lyle's arms. <laughs> Classic scene. Lyle embraces him. <laughs> yes. Um, the end. The end. Yep. RD lunges to beat Lyle, thinking he did that, but Mike says it was Tiny, not Lyle. RD wants to drop the whole vendetta, but Lyle says won't. RD pulls his truck out of the jail, and the convoy reforms on the highway. RD tells the convoy, anyone don't like the sound of Mexico, speak up. Yep, that's accurate. The other truckers have no problem it. Mm, yeah. They have no problem it. They have okay. no problem it, and that's that, it. That's spoiler alert. Uh, a lot of that's stuff happening. Spoiler alert. So now you know what to expect as we, uh, I guess, non, uh, non-chronologically uh, go through these five minutes. We loop back and forth. We do, we do all sorts of crazy things. I think we're ready for the sync now, right? It is time for our famous sync. Yeah. Ready? Prepare yourselves. Go home. <laughs> Person listening to this, go home. Find your your cache of convoy recordings. Listener, go home. Listener, go home. Find your cache of convoy recordings. Dig that out of the closet. Um, pop it open. Find the nineteenth five minute segment. Yeah. Do you know what time code that is? Uh, zero one nine. I don't think that's true. If it if you index it right at this, oh, is zero. That's no. What time code in the movie that is? I I mean I use convoy time, <laughs> okay. which is every five minute chunk. So I don't I don't care about what whatever. All right, well, there we go. No, oh, no. We have to fill this, this. We don't have to fill the silence. When I hear the silence, I scream. <laughs> I haven't heard you scream. Well, that's because I fill it. Uh, okay, so so um, this is the 19th five minutes of Convoy. Some say the best. Don't think anyone says that, but we'll see. Um, and uh, we are going to synchronize it. So get ready to synchronize if you're there at home. M player hyphen loop zero hyphen no mouse input tilde desktop blue convoy 19.mp4. It's that easy. Okay, and here we go. MP, M, M player is so good. It's uh, VLC is so- pretty good, though. It's not nearly Ready? as good. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> uh, so watch that level. This might be too hot or cold. So right just yeah, yeah, just okay, adjust okay. adjust as necessary. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Here we go. Three. three. Well, we count we count down to three, two, one. We learned this last yeah, time. Yeah, we do well. three, two, one, and then go. No, no, three, two, one, and then we count down three, two, right, one. Right. We do a pre countdown and then a real countdown. Yeah. So okay. three, two, one, three. Wait, are, we, are we doing two, it or are you demonstrating one. how to do it? Now we go. That's 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 yeah. The, that's that was a demonstration. Yes. Okay. So now three, for, for two, re- are we doing, one. Wait, is that, three, is this real? two, one, go. You missed. Okay, wait, wait. So it goes, that was it real. Goes, it goes three, two, one. Three, two, one, go. 
Okay, that was just that was a test. test. Okay, good. All right. Okay, how do we how do we demonstrate to each other it's real? We we need a, we need some sort of signaling system here. Yeah. How about if I put a hand over my head yeah. horizontally? Then it's real. It's real. If it's vertically, it's a test. Okay. So, but let's let's just let's. So if it looks like a show mohawk, me, wait wait let's let me mohawk. Okay, yeah, mohawk is test. Cap, yes. like this, like a graduation like a cap. newsboy cap, like a graduation cap. <laughs> yes, that's real. Okay, but how, okay, okay. We, let's we, let's test the real flow just to see though. What does so, real look like? Give me a, give me a sense for real. Okay, so let's do one where we're gonna test the real. So yeah. I'm gonna go like this, <laughs> but it's not real. It's not real. <laughs> we're just testing it to make sure you know what real is gonna look like. Okay, so it's like this now. And we go three, three two, two, one. one. Three, two, one, go. Okay. But that was only that a was test. not real. That was just a test. Okay. Yes. Let's test the fake one. Okay. Okay. Good. This is fake. Yes. Okay. Three, three two, one, two, three, two, one, two, one go. Three, okay. two. Wow. That was that one's different in multiple ways. Well, we only need to test. It's not real, so we can just we don't have to do a real. Okay, but we only do the real ones real when we're testing them. Yeah. Three, two, two one. Three, two, one, go. go. Why, why aren't you ready? This is real. It's oh, just, that was another test. No, no. That, that's why it's real up there. It's real. <laughs> oh, it's real. Yes. Oh, I thought I thought you were demonstrating real. Okay. Okay. Two hands. Okay. Two hands is really real. Yes. Okay. Three. Three two. One. We, wait. Is this actually real? Yes. When I finish. Because two hands is real. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but okay. you only <laughs> if you have two hands above your head, you can't start the thing. Damn it. Yeah. Uh, okay. How about left hand? Left hand is fake. Left hand's fake. Right, right hand, hand is, is real. real. Okay. okay. Good. <laughs> Three, Three. Two. One. one. Three. Two. One. Go. Oh, good sink. Uh, yeah, so I think I need to... I thought you I did. You are not plugged in. Whoa, okay, now you were plugged in. I thought I pressed codec, now it is. Okay, so good sync. The listeners were behind a bit, but now we got it. We got a good system now. Uh, Great we'll, system. Yeah, we'll write that up on the website. Okay, so in this five minutes of Convoy, we see this... I think it's always good to see how it breaks down into segments. This this is cleanly two three, segments. Three segments. Okay, uh, so describe. I think I know what the third segment's going to be. Describe the three segments. You got destruction, destruction. You got post destruction. You know, chat in the jail. Uh, yeah, chat. Yeah. And then you got they're heading off to Mexico. Yeah, that's fair. Yes. Uh, one three is segments. one is they're in the cars. Two is they're out of the cars. Three they're back in the cars. Yep. The and classic boy meets girl. Boy loses girl. Boy finds girl again. There's Melissa's in the back of the car. Melissa's standing outside the car briefly. <laughs> Marissa, Melissa's back in the back of the car. I mean, that's really the focus of this of this five minutes. Is where is Melissa? Where is Melissa? If you if you took it down to shots of Melissa in this five minutes, you would see a shot of her in the back of the truck, clutching onto a pocket watch for some reason as yep. a crash happens. Yep. You'd see her walking out a door. <laughs> You'd see her. Entering. This really is Melissa's five minutes. It is. That's that's good title. She tells the story of these five minutes. We need a title every five minutes. So there's a good mnemonic device. And this one is Melissa's five minutes. Melissa. Do they all involve? Is it like a Friends episode type thing where they all have to involve the word five minutes, the phrase five minutes? They all involve the phrase Melissa. And the word and the phrase five minutes. Yes. Got it. So okay. So like the first five minutes would be like the five minutes in which we the meet Melissa. The five minutes in which we meet Melissa. Yes. Second five minutes would be like. The five minutes in which Melissa is not is in, unaware is, of the bribery caused by Sheriff Lyle. Yes. Yeah. Good. Okay. Good. Good. This is solid. Yeah. Okay. So what's so these five minutes are just the five minutes with Melissa, the five minutes as Melissa's seen, five minutes. Melissa's five minutes. That's yes. right. Okay. Slight slight twist. Good. Yeah. Okay. We should start talking about convoy. We why are there loons? Because we can't hear convoy. I've, turn, I've, turn I've up killed a, them. I've killed them. Law breaking trucker. 
Okay, so do we start by talking about the destruction, the first part, or what? How do we break this? I down? say we go one, two, three. We start with Mexico. Okay, yeah. Three. <laughs> Let's go three, one, two. I I've been numbering them backwards though. So, I, so I zero index. So let's go two two zero one. Two zero two zero one. Yes. So start with start with the jail. How do you? So why is jail two? No, because <laughs> well, because I zero index, but plus you 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 start at the second one. Yeah, and then, and then it buffers loop, and then you, yeah, you get a, an overflow in it and it loops around. Let's start with yeah. Mexico. Okay, start with Mexico. Yeah. Okay. So uh, th- let's just say they leave here. Rubber Duck says. Who's fine with Mexico? And every- Everyone's fine with Mexico. <laughs> I would say of all people, I mean, I does this include, here's a big question, does this include Spider Mike? Because Spider Mike has a family. His wife's about to pop. Is, you think that getting back to Texas is important. It seemed to be. He risked his, his uh, freedom to get back to Texas. Or is there some sort of schism off here where Widow somehow gets him like on a separate mission to get spider mike back safely he takes an uber yeah i don't know i mean because it looks like widow is helping mike get back to his truck i don't think he's in a good state to truck right now i no, he does not look but like... his truck is presumably somewhere in alvarez texas because he got impounded po- impounded yes hmm. i mean so do you think they went to an impound lot that night and like actually checked it in and all this or do you think it's just like De facto I'm impounded. Ge- I'm, yeah, I'm guessing it's just hanging out somewhere. Yeah, I think so. So when they found they're the not key- doing things by the books here. When they found the keys to the jail cell. By the way, this could be a what? little louder. A little louder. Okay. Perfect. How's that? A little softer. <laughs> Melissa hanging out in the back of of of, of duck just truck, clutching something. <laughs> she looks like she's she's <laughs> consistently these five minutes. She looks like she's in a straitjacket <laughs> in a padded uh, uh, you know cell. She it, it is uncannily like that because she is always in a white garment with mm-hmm. her arms like clutched around her with padded uh, padded stuff in the background. It's great. Yep. It's great. Okay, so. Maybe or maybe not Spider Mike. We need to, I guess we'll find out next episode exactly what his situation is back here. That's Pig Pen asking his pigs if it's okay to go to Mexico. I get it. Oh, you, you didn't catch that? I thought he was speaking for everybody. No. I thought he was, he was being a super jerk and saying. Oh. No, he's going, let me check. Oink, oink, oink. Yeah, it's. Oh, he said oink. I thought he was he saying... He said oink, oink, oink. I, was, I heard his click, click, click. It's, I wrote down, has Pigpen gone crazy? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't seem particularly with it anymore. So I was trying to figure out something a few minutes ago. Uh, so Pigpen's truck says Polly Hauling, Patterson, New Jersey. Mm. I was wondering, is Burt Young? Is that his hometown or something? Patterson, New Jersey? Oh. He's not. He's from uh, uh, Queens. Mm. Uh, that's close to Patterson, New Jersey. I mean, yeah, he's a, he's, it's a New York general area. Uh, NYGA. And, and I looked up Patterson, New Jersey, Burt Young, so if there's any connection, didn't find one, but I did find his website where he sells his personal artwork. Burt Young, is, uh, he, does, he does artwork. He's an artist. I think I knew that. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you uh, three points. Yes. Nice. Uh, okay, so uh, unclear whether or not uh, Spider Mike with a family, but is everyone else here? Is everyone they else... They are ready. I mean, are they've, they been, unattached? they've been... I mean, let's be honest. This whole convoy has been an exercise in heading in, in the general direction of Mexico. First, it was New Mexico. They were very excited about that. Yes. Now it's Old Mexico. 
But is this kind of a downside of this weird anarchistic uh, libertarian individualist thing that no one seems to have family or anyone they really care about? <laughs> they really kind of are monads just floating out in That's, the ether. With the exception of Spider Mike. Yeah, and it's is, are these just all just people you never could imagine having a family, or they just abandon them like Duck does? I, I mean, well, Duck does abandon his family, yeah. Um, I think in general the truckers are, uh, you know, a solitary lot. It undermines it undermines the, I think, hopeful utopian dreams of Convoy insofar as they don't seem to have the possibility of really c- creating civilization. They, they just drop everything to Mexico. What, uh, and when they get in trouble in Mexico, they're going to drop everything and go to Guatemala. Probably. I mean, okay, so let's talk about, is this, should this be considered a sacrifice? Um, going to Mexico? Yes, like, okay, we leave our lives behind, but that's a price. Like, let's talk about the end. That's the price we pay for freedom. Of Shawshank Redemption. Oh, my favorite movie. I mean, he goes down he to... He goes to the tree to find the tin that's been buried. Well, I'm saying, but before that, okay. he leaves the United States because he's wanted, and he finds freedom in, like, a beach in Mexico. I don't remember that part. You don't remember the end of the movie where he goes to the beach and he's, like, building a boat or something like that? He's building a boat... Oh, yeah, and then he sees the... That's the, why there's a note in the tree. The, the guy shows up. The guy, yes. The guy, which... <laughs> the guy TG. shows up. TG? Yeah, the guy. The guy, yeah, yeah, TG shows up, and they chat on the beach, right? Yeah, they, they have a nice chat. <laughs> <laughs> they pull up their chairs. It's like Frost Nixon. It's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, they have, they have the, the classic chat at the end of the movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, he is... <laughs> But he's in Mexico. You think he'd rather not have to go to Mexico, but he does the most of what he can. He prefers his freedom over sure, and he knows, and the, he's got money, and he he's enough money to get by. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, whereas, is everyone out here? I mean, yeah, in the movie, he knows. Yeah, the states are are not open to him. He has mm. no chance of having a normal life in the states. These truckers, do they know? They have no. They they were basically courted by. By a rising U- U.S. senator, it seems like their life in the states should Good, really. They be... actually got a decent chance at, at like having a legitimate life in in uh, in New Mexico. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. would say let's say that for some reason you were put in the shoes of this, and you're like, and you say for options some reason are for some options reason are you could okay you're okay. Let's say you are. What's your trucker handle? Um, I've never thought about that. Okay, let's let's do some thinking. Yeah, what's your trucker um, handle? Uh, ooh, I don't know. Um, Nighthawk. Nighthawk. <laughs> okay, so you're trucker Nighthawk, and <laughs> and and Duck comes on. You came out. You're kind of like Septic Sam. You're on the periphery. Yeah. But you said, "Hey, they're gonna help in Alvarez, Texas. I'm just hanging on trucker heaven. I'll come along. I'll mm. be one of the nine best of the, the best of the West. I'll come down there. Yeah. And help out. Yeah. In whatever I can." And I mean, I never saw Septic Sam help in the scene, uh, but let's just assume he he did. He did his little part. He was great. He was just good moral support. And let's say you as Nighthawk also mm-hmm. helped. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, you're driving off, and <laughs> you let's just say you have a life, you know. And you get a radio from the duck saying, "Calling all trucks. Calling all trucks. This here's the duck. Here's the duck. We ain't gonna pay no toll." He doesn't say that, but yes. No, in 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 spirit. In spirit, yes. We're That's getting... always the the, the subtext <laughs> to his lines. We're going straight to Mexico. We're going straight to Mexico. Uh, if anyone asks, so is everyone here fine with Mexico? 
Which is a bit of a non sequitur. Uh, for me, as I mean, me speaking as Nighthawk. Yes, I mean, for, it's all you said. It never was clear that you're going down here, you leave your life behind. Because, <laughs> I mean, you might be unattached, but let's talk about you as Nighthawk. Do you we, we knew do, the stakes. Do you have friends or family, or are you just a complete loner? I'm a Nighthawk. <laughs> I mean, are all these people, do they have no friends no, or family? Any? No, they're except, truckers. Except, That's except, the trucker except lifestyle. Mike. Except Mike? Well, yeah, he's an exception. The rest of them have each other. Um, widow was was married four times. That's why she's a widow. <laughs> <laughs> she has to. I I don't. I mean, I I have to imagine some people on this trip. Septic Sam, for instance, he has a business. <laughs> he is a businessman who works he, in septic tanks. He does have a. You pump it. We. What is it? You dump it. We. You pump dump it. it. We pump it. I yeah. don't think he wants to leave behind what is, by all measures, the Septic Sam Empire, a dream life. Yes. <laughs> Everyone wants to be Septic Sam, and he he hears. And let's forget Nighthawk, because you sound like a bit of a loser who no one <laughs> who has no friends or family. Everyone loves Septic Sam. They know his name. They love his business. They need what he delivers, and he just gets a call. Is everyone fine in Mexico? And there's like three answers. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, "Well, I guess I better go along." The three answers are, I believe, in order. Uh, let's, let me. Well, let, Pigpen's answer is, "I got to check. I got to <laughs> check." And then he checks with his pigs. And his pigs say yes, and so then he says yes. Um, yes? Okay, so I'm just opening up raw script. I'm seeing a lot of uh, New Mexico, and I, I don't want the New Mexico. I want the old Mexico. Okay. Anyone who don't... Okay. This is the exact quote from uh, from Rubber Duck. By the way, I mean, I would love to have a hand on that. I always like, I always, this is, this is the, that's my one channel I usually have, is being able to control the sound of this. I, we, we need to fix this. <laughs> what does this say right here? How about this? Let's, let's just play, and I need to get my, my hand closer. That says CD2. I represent the law. piss on you. Oh good. Okay, good. Okay, good. I'm now I'm now back in in the control. I need to swing this over. Wow, great. Okay, so here's the exact quote. We're we're back here. Duck says, "A uh, breaker 19 calling all trucks. Anyone who don't like the sound of Mexico can speak up now or split." So, I mean, that is an offer. He says you can split. Yeah. Are we, are we to believe that people Septic Sam might have split? I mean, is is that an unreasonable uh proposition? To split? I mean, to say anyone who don't like it can speak up now or split. Also, why would people speak up as opposed to splitting? Because it sounds like it's an either or. Yeah, you either need to speak up now or you need to split. Yes. Okay, so anyone who didn't speak up is going to split. I mean, so what would... Yes, I'm, so speak up now. Anyone, but it's like anyone who don't like the sound of Mexico can speak up now or split. So people who do like the sound of it, oh, okay. really, they you do like the sound. You don't have to do anything. If you, you don't can. like the sound of Mexico, you can either just split, just leave. Yes, you're done, or you can speak up now. I mean, it's not exclusive or it. It does. It doesn't. And or it, it possibly is XOR. XOR is it an XOR. What's well, not an XOR? It's, it's definitely an XOR. It's, it's an X XOR. So oh, it's it's a not XOR. So uh, let's just read it. I think generously as speak up now and or split. Is it a nor? Uh, yeah, it's a nor. 
So the question is, why would someone speak up? Would would that be someone who says, "Hey, duck"? Hey, this is not such a good idea to go to Mexico, duck. You've got you've got the the senator from the governor of New Mexico, soon to be senator, yes. on your side. You should come back with us, and we're going to work this out, and we're going to legitimize this movement. Which, which you have here. That's what someone would potentially speak up and say. And I think that'd be a great thing. I think a problem would be that is not very cinematic. Here we go. Uh, breaker one nine, uh, calling all trucks. Anyone who don't like the sound of Mexico can speak up now or split. Wait, I gotta have a conference. Wait, wait, wait. So he doesn't understand okay, the it's offer. Okay, with them. You got it, brother. Well, so everyone's very excited about Mexico, uh, and they don't understand what he's saying because they do speak up and speak up positively. There is more quotes. There is a lot more quotes in the, in the next line. Should I speak ahead or we? No. Do? Okay. Well, some more people talk, but so far we have. Everyone just says they're all saying yes. We're for it, which is irrelevant. This is not part of the of the proposition offered by Duck. But the people who don't think it sounds like they either quietly left or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that it's irresponsible that people who really believe in the moment, the movement, just gave up on it because the movement is, I would say, not beyond saving. No, and well, in fact, has been making some recent progress. Or would you say that the destruction caused in Alvarez, Texas, delegitimizes the movement? Oh, uh, that's a possibility. This sort of point of no return here. Yeah, I mean, Senator Jerry Haskins, on his first day of office, says, well, we all like that you have the people's leader, Duck, but let's admit it, Duck has been behind... The, is it the, the people's leader? Is that what he was going to... The voice the, of the people? Is, is the people something? I think the people's leader. People's representative? I think the people's leader. Or I, don't know. I think it was people's representative or something. Bring you to Washington D.C. to be the be the, the voice of the people. People's, I don't remember. I, I can look this up. Just search for people's. All right, you people. That's the only people. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'll figure this out. Just search for Washington. I'm gonna need you there, Doc. Uh, then I promise to. That I promised to take it to Washington and present it to the Senate myself. I think that might be the end of it. Wait, what? Where's the part where he? Okay, let's try this again. <laughs> okay, I want to take you to Washington D.C. as a people's leader. People's leader. <laughs> That's the line. As classic, a people's leader. Classic line. Nice. Uh, I've learned that unlike Vim, less doesn't uh, loop around when you're looking for matches. Wow. So just a classic. Just a tip out there to anyone who's got you know the script to convoy in their text editor. Absolutely, and and is using less. I'd say I probably should have just used Vim. Because yeah. I know Vim, it's my tool. I like it. I use it every you day. Built, you made Vim? I did. Yeah, I'm uh, Bram Moulin, Moulinar. Bram Moulinar. It's basically my name. <laughs> Your name is pretty similar to Bram Moulinar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, is this a sticking point with the show? Mm. That you are consistently Alan slash Alan Joyce, uh -huh. whereas I am sometimes Hervey Ockles and sometimes my real name, Mark Molina. Uh -huh. Is this, should we ever I, clarify I keep, this? I keep it simple. You, you always call me by my real name. No, I keep it simple myself. Oh, yes. And I'm always Alan. It's, it's confused. I mean, it, does this need to be cleared up exactly what my identity slash persona is? 
No. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I is first day in Washington, Senator Jerry Haskins. Yep. Bringing Duck along. As the people's leader. And people are in the press are talking about tisk 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 cluck 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 the classic clucking of the of the tisking whatever and they say is it really right that the people's leader is an american terrorist who who led the destruction of, of alvarez texas of alvarez texas mm. i mean that might do so i mean i'd i'd say this might be more of a burden on jerry haskin right now yeah it's definitely not going to not going to reflect well on him and his support for this uh for this convoy and, that and, they just destroyed a town in texas and he is plausible deniability he says i said don't go out and destroy the town i yeah. said well, I was work. trying to work with them. I, I was, was trying to I find a trying productive solution, and they went off and... I was trying to work with the, with the governor of Texas, one. Yep. And two is, I have always said, sometimes the individual needs to be sacrificed for the common good. <laughs> I've always Such said a great that. argument on his part. <laughs> and it, it, I can't imagine everyone, it didn't win everyone over. <laughs> when they talk about their friend... Oh, look, this part's great with the uh, super self-satisfied janitor. I hate Moses. <laughs> Moses, that's right, that's I his name. I hate Moses so much. <laughs> I mean, he's a lot like... You have not seen the movies, The Searchers. We talked about the dog bros. Mm. Moe's in the movie The Searchers is a stupid comic effect character who is just infinitely hateable. And he's like this brain-dead character, and so is Moses in this movie. Wait, is is that a Peckinpah movie? No, it's a uh, John Ford movie. Oh. Considered by many uh, the finest Western of all time, one of the finest movies of all time. Mm. It's, it's, it's great. Yeah. Uh, it's a movie that I only love in the second time. But listen back to the Dog Bros interview. Where you'll hear it there. You'll hear everything there. Okay, I'll take a listen to that. See, that's the key to living the 21st century, is that instead of having to explain yourself, mm. you just have to have all your thoughts published somewhere yeah, in podcast. in interview form. In interview form. I, I, have, I have consistently said it's a waste of my time to talk to anybody and not have it recorded and disseminated through the airwaves like, and online. Yeah, it's like playing a video game without achievements. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I mean, in the future, they'll listen to all my great talking points and they'll just be able to recreate me because everything is out there. They, they know what makes up my DNA. 24 hours a day of podcast content. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, in the future, who do you think the first person, like uh, like the Truman Show, the first person to, to have podcast their whole life? Yeah. Every... Someone's probably done that. Like, they just have a baby? I'm and they... sure it wasn't good, but I'm sure someone's done that. Just <laughs> just have, constantly have a voice recorder in your pocket <laughs> and then release that as a podcast. Every night for... <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> it's the future. It's the future. Uh huh. Okay. So are we? Are we? Okay. One, one thing I noticed. Uh, one of the people says, "Let's talk about all these things." Uh, she says, "Oink oink oink." It's okay with them. You got a brother. Amen. I, uh, I the microbus was was part of this, right? Chartreuse microbus. Yeah. Um, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. They came along. They came along. Yeah. So they they would be the amen people. Yeah. Uh, hey, amigo. Fume Mota de Jalisco Guerrero Michoacan Oaxaca Ay. Hey friend. Fume Mota. That is the smoke smoke something? Smoke Fume Mocha? Like Mota Mota. Oh I don't know. Like Manny Mota. Huh. Uh let me let me see if uh 
Smoke Motorcycle. <laughs> there we go. I don't think it was a motorcycle. Hey, friend. Smoke Motorcycle. Of Jalisco, Guillermo, Michoacan, Oaxaca, I. I think they're saying nonsense. Maybe. I think they're, they devolve into just saying place names in Mexico. Okay, so I think that is an unreasonable thing, one, for what Duck does to his comrades, and two, is it unreasonable the, uh, that he's giving up on the movement? Question one and two. Do you say yes or no? For totally reasonable is giving up on the movement. I mean, that's just what he does. <laughs> so it's true to his character, yes. but is it good? It's fine. I mean, he's not. he, has, he didn't ask for this. Yes. He didn't ask for this movement. He isn't. He's not leading this movement. I he's mean, just the de facto leader. Later in the app, I I now have the new overarching theme. What the movie is about. What's the movie about? Well, let's talk about later in the application of responsibility. No, let's talk about later in the app. Okay, it's, 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 it's good. Okay, and uh, so it's reasonably gives up because he gives up. But mm-hmm. do you, do you think that a person who could be motivated, their their story could be they learn to really care about their community I and think make it, the world a better place? I think it would be a worse movie. <laughs> <laughs> I would, but you could have sequels. Imagine if there's a whole movie sequel. Duck goes to Duck Washington. Duck goes to Washington. Mr. 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 Duck, uh, goes, Mr. To Duck goes to Washington. That would be the best movie. Mr. Duck, and ha- let's just say it starts off, Senator Haskins, on his way to Washington, dies. <laughs> and Duck takes and this, over. And, the, and Duck is appointed to take over his Senate seat. Wow. Or let's just say he, set, like, he, he gets hit by a, he gets hit by... You know, a motorcycle, not a truck. Uh, a um, <laughs> mocha? A mota. A mota. He gets hit by a mota. A fume mota. A fume mota. <laughs> a smoking motorcycle. Uh, and he is just laid up in a hospital. So you still have the possibility of Seymour Castle coming back. And, okay, yeah. Uh, but Duck takes over for his Senate seat. <laughs> it would be so good. It'd just be that can be his eyes, his ears. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I want to see this movie so hard. Uh <laughs> We need to actually write these scripts. Oh, there's Moses. There's Moses. Moses supposes. Okay, so is that end of Mexico? Oh, and the other thing, is it unreasonable what he did to his comrades? That he gave them this question? Or is that a reasonable question? I mean, it's. I he could have framed it differently, but it's essentially, I'm going to Mexico. If you want to come with, you're coming with. Otherwise, don't, otherwise split. And he doesn't say shut up. He says, well, you can try to convince me, but I'm probably not going to listen. Yeah. I mean, I guess he could have said, hey, I heard Mexico has a warrant out for you. That that might be what he wanted. Like people saying, oh, Mexico isn't a good idea because A, B, or C. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I did, I jotted down, I think this there's sort of like three moods in this five minutes. It goes from silly to serious to lighthearted. And then it goes fine with the three acts we spoke of earlier. Yes. I mean, the destruction is silly. It is a town totally being destroyed. Totally silly. Okay, so let's talk about the destruction beat by beat. We're hearing the destruction in the background. It's yep. jaunty music. If this music was... Jaunty music. Is he involved in composing? Uh... Yeah, jaunty music did all of this. Uh... <laughs> Mr. Music. We should have Mr. Music on the show. We've been asking the publicists, and they're just not getting back to us. Uh, so let's talk about everything destroyed in this five minutes. Uh, last episode, we had a gardening shop got destroyed. That was a great destruction. This episode, the Paps truck... Hits a telephone pole and knocks it over. That's not less satisfying. Uh, I mean, it, it is It is something. Okay, then two, Tiny Alvarez runs directly into, uh, it's the Baggage Brothers Livestock Equipment and Supplies. That's cool. Uh, it says it sells these things. It sells 
cattle chutes, calf tables, stock tanks, vet supplies. Those are the things it sells. Good. And uh, it, it's, it seems like it's a small storefront, and yet it stocks cattle chutes? Like I mean, it's well, just, it is a it's a rural town in Texas, so that's but where the sort are of they stuff where there. are they storing the cattle chutes? Because those are big. That's where cattle's like walk through when they're being slaughtered. Those are big. maybe maybe they have an offsite warehouse. I think that has to be the case. This is a front office for Baggett Brothers. So I mean, they're probably losing their records because first Tiny goes through it because he's just running from these other trucks, mm-hmm. and he goes through the back and leaves a small hole. Mm. And then I believe the Rat Brothers uh, truck with Widow Woman just demolished the entire thing chasing after it. Mm. So that is that is destruction number one. Uh, you see in the behind this, it looks like Tiny is going into a field. Like he's just out in the open. If you're, well, put yourself in Tiny's shoes, mm-hmm. what would your plan be as you're being chased? Plan B or plan A? What would your plan B be? Uh, plan A is, is everything is fine and that's mm. gone. Plan okay. B is you're being chased by trucks. What do you do? What do you do? Uh, well, Dodge? <laughs> But is what's your long-term plan? Oh, uh, try and find another working vehicle? Because you know your police car is getting worse and worse? Yeah. I mean, the hood starts flapping up at yes. certain points. Uh, it's his home turf, so saying stay where you are known in town is good. But I'd say when you're being chased by a lot of trucks getting up on you, mm-hmm. I'd say wide open places are better. Yes. But instead of going into the open field, he for some reason turns back around and goes into the grid of the town, hmm. which seems like a strategic error. But I mean, he is—it is a bit hectic. I, I can't blame Tiny Alvarez that much for it. True. So after the first destruction of the Baggett Brothers livestock, he goes back into town. Uh, I and I'd say it doesn't seem like a good decision, honestly. No, no. Well, it, it uh, actually did. We even see—we don't really see what happens to him, do we? Not in this five minutes. Well, at the end, let's talk about where he is at the end of this, but let's just go through. I mean, I guess his number one thing is he hopes not to die. Yeah. He would like to survive. Cross his heart. Yes. And hope hope not not to to die. die. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, That's his his number one thing. Two is I would, you think he would want to retain legitimacy in the town named after him? Mm. Or, I mean, or possibly not. The town is not named after him. I think he founded this town with his two hands. <laughs> no, he is Tiny Alvarez. Yeah, he's possibly not named Alvarez. Uh, although it is weird. They say, like, Alvarez did this to me. It's kind of weird. Well, the town did kind of, in a way, the town did. A this town is without back pity. to This back to this thing. Of, yeah, how back did, to the like, future. Back to the future. Where is, like, is it okay to destroy parts of this town? And the answer is yes, because the town itself is synonymous with Alvarez, the, the sheriff. Yes, exactly. Uh, so he goes back into town, and Tiny starts hiding. He <laughs> Melissa in the back. It's great. Such a great payoff. So good. So Tiny hides behind uh, a poultry store. It's K- yeah. It's K&L Poultry. Not to be confused with K&L Wines. Wow. They, they got they, started in poultry they before they moved into in wine. They started off, they made a wholesale rental. Town and country. I don't know why it says town and country, but it says town. And it says co-op above it too, or nope, coop. This is a very different thing. Can't tell if it says coop this or co-op. This is a co-op. very different place. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. This is a this is a, a a building that he hides behind. It says wholesale rental, town and country, ice pack fryers. Oh, is this like it's ice packed poultry that you can fry up? Like, Ooh, that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't know what town and country means. Uh, well, so um, the town is where people live. Yes. 
and the country is where people live, but less. Is he saying he has town chickens and country chickens? He's got both kinds? Mm, I doubt it. Good. Uh, it says fresh frozen. Um, which, yeah, is which that saying we know fresh that and frozen? Or no, 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 no. You've never heard the phrase fresh frozen? No. Fresh frozen means it was frozen when it was fresh. Good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, crumb crisp coating. It's uh, kind of an oxymoron. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I as opposed to, we slaughtered the the chicken. We waited for it to get a little bit on the funky L- side. Little gaming. <laughs> laid it on a table for a couple days. Uh, then we froze it. And then there's another sign that says turkey and chicken. So it's a mm. it's a classic. Wait, wait. Did you see that? So Lyle goes to a gun rack there, but he can't get a gun out of it. Yeah, it's locked. Convoy 34 talks about it. Oh, that's very funny. Which you would think he would have done some more prep work than he did. But let's talk about destruction first. We have more time to talk about this afterwards. Yeah. Uh, Oh, this is so good when they ran through the... Oh, look at everything just exploding. Behind the the poultry store, there are many chairs out in front. There are rocking chairs in the back of the the poultry store in Mm. which he hides behind. And this is, I think, it's weirdly indicative... This is a whole town without people. It is yeah. eerie. It is eerie how you see eerie signs. Eerie Pennsylvania. Of, yes, Erie, Michigan. Right? Well, is that a show? Erie, Pennsylvania. I'm well, sure eerie, there's, there's, there's definitely an Erie, Pennsylvania. Well, yeah. So th- that's a major city near yeah. Cleveland. But isn't yeah. there like a stupid show called the Erie, something? Uh, whatever. Uh, let's talk about. Uh, there's. I mean, there's signs of people everywhere, but no one is in the town. It is. You mean the Erie in Game of Thrones? That's the Irie, I think. I was. <laughs> Definitely talking about that. It might be eerie. It might be pronounced eerie. Yeah, there was a show that was spelled like creepy. It was, a, I think, it was a show about like a haunted high school or something stupid. Oh, McCreary. Thank you, uh, the coward McCreary. Uh, okay, so what is going on with time, with Alvarez's town? The town of Alvarez has signs of habitability, mm. as signs of and, people living. Well, and you know what's another sign of people living there? They're well, immediately able to find a doctor for a while. It's a. <laughs> did they? Did they find Duck, a doctor? Ducks. Duck says he, he commands get, him to find yeah, a doctor. Get him a doctor, right? Which puts him on the moral high ground. You don't know so if we he actually. Talk, we talk about that later. Yeah. Um. And they find. Yeah. There's a doctor that's taking care of him toward the end. Um, keep keep a close eye out. Watch the doctor. Okay. Well, I'll watch the doctor. Watch the but doc. We'll, let's we'll talk about that part. So then he hides behind the poultry store yep. where people once sat and enjoyed it. And then the the truck that has like this big crown on the side, it's a double decker truck, double decker, too long. It crashes right through, and it destroys the poultry place. And Tiny Elvis drives away, and he shakes his fist there. That's right. That's right. He does. <laughs> Which is uh, that's a it's a good fist shake. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's not something you focus on. It happens almost subliminally. Uh, and then they finally go to Tyler Farm Equipment. It's a large barn. It says sales and rentals, farm equipment, mm. and he hides behind that. Like another coward, he hides behind this this other barn, and then two trucks hit it from different sides, collapse the barn onto Tiny Alvarez, and more or less just leave him there. And that's he's kind of just turned into trash in his way, but then they just kind of leave him alone. Yep. And it, well, he's defeated. I mean, Lyle, same thing. Like you know, he's defeated, and they kind of leave him alone there. They give him a doctor. So, okay, let's talk about what happens here. They destroy this gardening place, destroy a livestock equipment place, destroy a poultry store, and they destroy, they destroy farm equipment, mm-hmm. this, this barn. What does all this mean? Because I have one inescapable conclusion. 
um, that they're these these are the tools of a way of life that is you know these these are the this is these are the tools of getting by in a normal society. I mean, these are the means of production. Yeah. This yeah. this is eerily similar to something like Eisenstein would be doing in October of this Russian Revolution. They are seizing the means of production. They are destroying capital. Yeah. And I it's it's uh. It's kind of it's kind of odd just how much these are explicitly Here, marked watch as, the the, as the tools of the town. That's Moses. I know that's Moses. Watch for the doctor attending to dirty Lyle. Oh no, I guess not. Oh well, we missed it. We missed it. Maybe at a bonus scene. Also, there were other people in that scene. Did you see him hanging out on the street there? There were, but <laughs> when this is all going down, I don't know. I mean, they weren't. They weren't. They were hitting local capital, helping people get by. And they're yeah. all destroyed for being complicit. So what? So okay, walk me through. So what does it mean that they're destroying the means of production? This is they're a, trying to bring this down. This is a communistic revolution. Yeah. This is almost explicitly communist. Hmm. It's 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 odd. It's odd how much it's marked. Because consider these buildings. How much it is marks? Wow. That's I don't think you can get that <laughs> in here. But just consider all these buildings are destroyed. I am almost positive these were made for the movie. Oh yeah, I mean these, these were <laughs> <laughs> shaking his fist. Almost certainly, just prop houses. And they you think there's an intentional decision here to select sort of means of production type things? Yeah, there we go. Farm equipment, Either poultry. That or it's just kind of lazy. Like, hey, you're making you're make... farm equipment. Well, yeah. it could be rural town. What does a rural town have? Well, farm equipment, poultry. You, you know, could gardening supplies. But man, I mean, people. I mean, the garden th- supply store is not the means of production. That's how you grow agriculture. I guess that's true. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the dog bros uh, said that they were disgusted by the scene, insofar as it was just destroying this town that is not responsible. And it seems that not only they're not hurting people, but they are taking away its its riches and its possibility to uh, to have a, a working economy. That's kind of what's happening, which is a mm. way of I think taking down. I think what they're kind of saying, these guys are like the petty bourgeoisie in this town, and they're destroying them to bring power to the laboring common mm. man, the people with no capital. A trucker doesn't need capital. Their only capital is their truck, which they own. So that's, that's And a lot of them don't even own their trucks. Uh, yeah. and they d- well, Is that true? Is, yeah. that, is that talking about in the movie or in real life? Uh, I, don't th- I think in the movie you might imagine this world where they all own the trucks. Well, uh, I guess that's true. In the movie, it's more the, the difference between them being independent versus not. But, yeah, and that's yeah. okay. So, anything we want to talk more about destruction here? I mean, Paulie Hauling, of course, he owns that truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although his, that's not his name. This is between you and yeah, it is. Is it? Is he going Paulie? Yeah, Paulie. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, right. Pigpen, right. Paulie. Yeah, he does call him Paulie. Does he call him Paulie? I think. That's yeah, his name. that's his name. Is Paulie? Okay. Well, yes, but <laughs> is that his name? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay. What were, we, what were you saying? Um. I was saying a few things. A few good men? Uh, yes, exactly. You tell me, old man. What good are you? I am the Lord. Don't you understand? I represent the law. No, he calls him Bobby. That's right, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> and that was bothering the hell out of me. <laughs> When you just went along with it, I mean, I feel like I was struggling, and I've, you were you're gaslighting me over here. 
<laughs> Wait, but then why does I feel like Polly comes up? Like I can I can picture the Pigpen. reason he's called Polly is that the, that's the name of Burt Young's character in the Rocky movies. Oh. <laughs> Throw him in a cell and get a doctor for him. <laughs> and you just went along with it. Hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> Hook, line, and sinker. Uh, okay. Wait, what's his real name again? Bobby. Well, Bobby, you know, that's right. Okay. Okay. Uh, Spider Mike has a significantly longer beard here than he does in previous. That's what getting beat does. Scares the hair out of your face. Like, how long has he been in prison? Like a day? Half a day? A day? I mean, we're this is this is in the world of the movie, minutes after dawn. <laughs> yeah, so like a couple hours maybe. He's been there for like yeah four hours. <laughs> You're right. That, that, that he's does, got this long beard. He does. Yeah, it does seem like he's a longer beard. Okay, uh, so are we done with with Act One, Destruction? We talked about Act One, Act Destruction. One, Destruction. We talked about um, Three, Going to Mexico. Act Two is the real meat of this of this five minutes. Yes. So uh, at the end of Act One, I do enjoy. Um, I do enjoy. I do enjoy. Well, a couple. I th- do declare. <laughs> a couple things. So first, <laughs> <laughs> wonderful Southern accent. Okay. First of all, um, does seem like, it does seem like the trucks are unnecessarily going through buildings. Yes. I mean, you right? could. Ch- Tiny Alvarez is hiding behind a building. Yeah. They have a choice. We could surround him and capture him, or we could destroy the building. <laughs> And here's the thing. I mean, what is their thing? They want to make sure Spider Mike is safe mm. and get Tiny Elvers out of the picture. And they they collapse. They eventually incapacitate him to some degree by collapsing a barn over him. Mm-hmm. But he, he's really he could get out, and he presumably has a gun. They he's really, defeated though. They uh, he's defeated in a poetic sense. Yes. In a literal sense, he doesn't seem like they did a great job of incapacitating the sheriff as much as they really could have. That's true. Or chief of police. I believe he's actually runs the town. I like should be checking his badge more. Mayor, sheriff, and chief of police. Oh. Judge, jury, and chief of police. And chief of police. Um. Okay. I mean, it's 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 a weird choice. Um, the strategy of them. I don't think there's really enough of a continuity of. <laughs> oh dang it! You found me back here. I need. That's I, what that fist in the air is saying. I need to read his name tag. Uh, can you read his name tag next time? I'll, I'll, I can. I can probably open up a second thing of this. Is it just me or does Tiny Alvarez look very different in these scenes from what he looked like earlier? I would say he looks uh, the same. Hmm. If I have one thing to. S- what is happening? Okay, I'm. I'm screen capturing him. Oh no! Oh no! Tiny Alvarez. Wait, did you just mess up the sink? No, I have two instances oh, okay. of, of okay, uh, M player open. Ooh, boy. So Tiny Alvarez, yeah. he has a sheriff star here. Yeah, I, I mean, see that. I mean, that would imply he's a sheriff. He runs the county police. Yeah. In the city of. That's Alvarez. right. Sheriffs are not cities. Sheriffs are counties. So the county of Alvarez. No, it's the city of Alvarez. I'm pretty sure it's the city of Alvarez. Mm. And then he has a name tag. His name tag says T Alvarez. Talvarez. You, Tiny Alvarez. You are saying that he is not, in fact, <laughs> a a man named Alvarez. But, it's, but his name tag says T. Alvarez. Maybe it's kind of a wink and a nod type thing. I, nope. I think it's actually a uh, 
a nod to say that he is actually, I mean, it could be a family town. I would say the only way mm. such an incompetent, cruel, crude man would ever run this town is the fact that he is in, indeed, uh, uh, you know, he's almost the, uh, the, the king in, in, a, uh, in a hierarchical uh, genetic sense. We, we've been through this before, that Alvarez is not a real town. We have been over this. Okay, okay, so let's talk about on the road on the way out, or on the way in. This is as, this is as Duck and Pigpen are running in. There is, on the right side of the road, a purple sign going down, and we see the end of the word Alvarez. Mm. It says Varez. And it's like, okay, they hang up a sign. They, they hang up a sign saying Varez. It's like, okay, they're selling this town. It's Alvarez. Mm. I believe it. Across the street is a weird sign in the world of the movie. Uh, it, have you seen the sign? No. It says Estancia, New Mexico, home of the bears. <laughs> What do you what do you think this is? So state New Mexico State. No, no, it's a city called Estancia, New Mexico. It's yeah, but I think Estancia means. uh, What is Estancia? Uh, Um. Oh, it's just a it's just like a word. Um, It's it's like a place name. Estate. And it is an estate uh, describing private land holdings. So it's a state. Yeah. Okay. Estate. But it, you're in Alvarez, Texas. Yep. And across the street, someone hung up a sign New saying... New Mexico Estate. But it is it is clearly saying the name of the city. Estancia, New Mexico. You, maybe this is just a goof. But, okay, so are do you put any credence into making this canon? That there's a... That this is, town is actually in New Mexico? No, no, that someone in, in Alvarez, Texas just hangs up a sign saying, by the way, oh. there's a city in New Mexico, they're home of the bears. Is <laughs> Is that canon? Because we we this is the second time in in Agua Dulce we have experienced a town that has signs hung up saying Las Vegas, New Mexico. That's true. Yep. Um, so uh, do we make I, this? Canon? I more get the sense that we care about this filmed, more than literally anyone else yes, in the world. That they filmed on locations which were different towns. Estancia, New Mexico exists, and, yep. they, and this is certainly where they filmed the downtown scenes. <laughs> okay. So then that kind of concludes it. With but a similar thing with Las Vegas, and that you know Sam Peckinpah was was too caught up in cocaine to notice. <laughs> but do we, as the well, let's, we're the gatekeepers of minutia of the movie convoy mm. that no one else cares about? Do but we us. allow that this could be in canon? Yes. Um, I mean, if it's in the movie, it is in canon in my mind. So we believe that there's someone in these towns who's a big fan, <laughs> big fan of, of Stanton, New Mexico, which and their bears. <laughs> they are home of the bears. They are the I home mean, of the bears. They're not saying they're necessarily a fan. They mm. could just say, "Hey, if you're if you want to stay away from bears, <laughs> stay, don't go to Estancia. They're home of the bears. Home of the bears and land of the free. Th- those are the two things it's notable land for. Land of the free. <laughs> Wonderful. And man. the home oh, of the bear convoy okay so okay here okay check this out here's it's coming up it's coming up look at the street on the left side you're gonna see poultry okay so they're behind poultry this is when we see pig pen and, and duck coming in <laughs> oh they got me. Yep, I'll hide in the equipment shed. They'll never find me in here. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing inside these things, too. 
And he seems to be driving away, but he's just collapsed in. <laughs> and it does, it's they just, don't actually run over him. They just run over things next to him. It stands, okay, it's on the left side back there. Oh, well. Well, okay, there it is back there. Oh. Side. On the right side, there's a sign that says Albrez. You see that? Red yeah, thing. yeah. Well, I think maybe they had a set designer that put a sign there. But across the street, <laughs> they didn't think to do anything. Maybe but they the didn't so think the shots were going to be pointed in that direction. <laughs> it is such a weird decision that in one shot where they're clearly going to shoot, they <laughs> bother to put up a sign saying Alvarez in a way that is actually very subtle. <laughs> and then across the street, they don't cover up a sign saying, or is this part of the shooting thing? Say, hey. Come to lovely Estancia, New Mexico. It's gotta we're, be. It's, we're gonna promote it. <laughs> it's gotta be canon. Yeah, so it's canon. Okay, yep. we got it. Cannon fodder. Uh, yeah, so we're done with cannon. That'd fodder. be a good segment. Cannon fodder. That is. Yeah. So, <laughs> Where we decide if things are canon or not. Yeah. Well, that's what this was. Those. This was cannon this fodder. This has been cannon. Cannon fodder. <laughs> good. Right, that was cannon fodder. Nice. After the fact, cannon fodder. What what is Melissa wearing? She's wearing this like pirate blouse. Um, it's a weird. It's a weird. she. It's odd, and yeah, uh, it looks like a straight jacket. I mean, I'll say one. It's not very functional, and two, it's not particularly flattering. It's way funky though. <laughs> it's way funky. Way I funky. I like it funky. It's so funky. Okay, and then we're. It's no functional, but it's funky. And then we're talking about on the way out. Mm. They pass a sign saying the old coop or the old co-op. Mm. I I would take it to believe it says a co-op. Let's talk about this more later. I would say it says co uh, co-op co coop. I think it says coop. Yeah. I believe it is a bar called the Coop. Do you think this was made for the movie? Uh, no. It doesn't exist today. So that's basically uh, all we have to go on. Hmm. It doesn't exist today. And if you look at the old Coop, it actually the only thing that's on Google Maps is a place in Canada called the old co-op. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, we should see if we can uh, interview someone who lived in um, road trip to Estancia. In Estancia, well, we could go to Estancia and see, or we could street view Estancia. I've already street viewed Estancia. Okay, we is it, does it look nice? Looks beautiful. Nice. Looks just like a a, a famous so. scene in the movie Convoy. Uh, we could interview someone who lived there in uh, the seventies, though, and see if they actually destroyed the town. A, see if they actually destroyed the town. B, see if they remember a place called the Co-op or the Coop. Yes. Oh, wow. The picture for... <laughs> the highlighted image for Estancia is an image of a very rundown house. <laughs> <laughs> That's tremendous. Holy... <laughs> Next to a very dead tree. <laughs> very good. Uh, good. Well, that, that looks promising. Is there Are there roads in it? Yes, there are. Oh, wow. Look at this. It's clear 44 degrees Fahrenheit in Estancia today, 5.55 p.m. in Estancia. Zip code 87016. Good facts. Uh, also, one thing I noticed, when uh, more demo things, as he, as you see close-ups or you, you see shots of Tiny Alvarez pulling out of the back of, of, of buildings, you see it looks zoomed in. It looks like a process shot where they kind of crop it and expand it because it looks far grainier. Mm. Uh, and what I am to believe is... It looks like they, yeah, it looks like they had to kind of fake a bunch of shots to make it work. Because you would not have such grainy close-up shots if you were making the shots correctly. So that's kind of speculation on how they're, the way they're from the scene, so it could have, could have possibly been a mess as a result. This weekend in Estancia, it'll be 64 degrees on Sunday, low at 37. On Monday, expect rain. <laughs> 
around 9 a.m. 64% chance of precipitation. Tuesday, it'll be partly cloudy. And then sunny for the rest of the week, but a high of around 55, 56. So don't expect anything too warm. Well, that's great, Alan. Thank you for the update in uh, Stancy, Mexico. Helping people uh, get on today. Any traffic reports? Traffic report in Estancia, New Mexico. Traffic and weather together, baby. Traffic and weather together here on the fives. Uh, there's a car parked outside this house, but only but that was uh, as of when Street View went by. So I don't know when that is. Maybe uh, now. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wow, I don't know how to get out of Street View anymore. There we go. Um, weather, weather, not weather. Traffic in Estancia is. Ooh, we got a we got a slowdown on the main drag here. If you're if you're trying to get through Fifth Street in Estancia right now, I recommend going a different route. <laughs> uh, right by the juvenile probation and parole office, got a big slowdown. <laughs> on, busy day there today. Uh, southbound Fifth Street through Estancia, I don't recommend it. By the giant gas station and the juvenile probation and parole offices, uh, don't do it. Northbound's okay. A little bit of slowdown by Valley Express. Other than that, you should be fine. Uh, and outside of that, there's no traffic data for Estancia. Nice. Uh, that's a good report. That's the next. You should uh, consider that as a new line of business. Okay. Uh, so now we talk about the real meat of this, right? Yes. This is the. This is where Lyle and Duck come square to a off. head. Square off. Yep. Let's call. Let's let's say as it is. They square off. They literally square off. Yes. They each draw squares. And they square dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So let's talk big picture here. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about preparation. Big pick. Let's talk about preparation. Yeah, the pick. Uh, big pick prep. Big, big pick pick prep. Uh, big pick pick pick. Big pick 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 Big pick 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 prep. Big pick 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 prep. That Lyle wanted to go mano a mano. Yes, and we were all speculating on this plan. Later in this, he very explicitly talks about the ground rules they're all working with and very much validates everything we've been thinking. I just got a reminder to record here full of convoy. <laughs> good, very good. Okay. Uh, yes. So you want to go mano a mano? Lyle is. Let's let's say he says he does not have a gun. <laughs> he he has a- access to guns, but well, in theory, he does, but does not seem to know how to unlock or have the key for this gun rack. But let's talk about the history of Lyle and guns in this movie. He had a gun. Yep. It was stolen from him at the glide It was kicked out of his hands, went behind the bar. And never seen again. It seems either off screen it was taken away from him or he was unable to find it. Isn't there, I mean, so when he's, after that scene, he's kind of getting himself back together, right? And, And they're making fun of him a little bit. Does he not slip his gun back in his holster in that scene? Which scene are you talking about? You know when he's when he's getting up from um, from post fight, and they're kind of like subtly making fun of him, the the people in the bar, and he's yelling yeah. at him. You're talking about when Violet, yeah, Violet and, and Rose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think he's what's her name? Is it Rose? It's not Rose. It's Maria behind Maria. Them. That's right. I don't know if she was really <laughs> making fun of him. Rose, I mean, Violet was. Uh, yeah, so Violet was, you know, uh, was making fun of him. Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> Does he not pick up his gun and slip it back in his holster in that scene? I don't think explicitly. Okay. I mean, he says, I don't have a gun right now, so I'm going to believe it. And then at no point that he's with Bob Bookman and everyone else. Does he reacquire a gun? Well, I mean, it's, the, you know, guns are, I mean, guns are supposed to be, you know, pretty tightly controlled. You can't just, like, pick up a gun from someone. Yeah. I mean, does a, uh, does a, uh, 
a hip? Do they carry a gun? A hip? Yeah, like uh, you know, a chip is a California Highway Police. In Arizona, they're they're a hip. An a hip. Like Bob Bookman's an a hip. An a hip. <laughs> uh, does he have? Does he carry a gun? I think he would, right? Like all people, like police, like that would carry Why a gun. Is, there's no I in it's CHP in California. Have you seen the opening? There's a CHP and then the little eye sneaks in. <laughs> it's a chip. I think it'd be AHP in Arizona. Should we watch Chips? What's Chips? Oh, you don't is know. Is it a movie about Highway Patrol? No, it's a television show starring Eric Estrada. Look, I... look up Chip. Chips. Chip. Chip Davis. <laughs> yeah, Chip. Chippy Chip. Uh, chips. What? Okay, searching for chips is. Oh wow. <laughs> okay, searching for chips actually found me the show and only the show. Good. That's weird. Because people who search for chips. Why? They want chips. They don't want. And garbage. yet, if I yet the images section is full of lays. <laughs> this is really weird. Um, see results about potato chip snack. Uh, no, I do want chip. Okay, yeah, you're right. The eye is a tiny eye. Uh, American television drama series that originally aired on NBC from September 15th, 1977 to May 1st, 1983. Chips followed the lives of two motorcycle police officers of the California Highway Patrol, CHP. The series ran for 139 episodes over six seasons, plus one reunion TV movie on October 27th, 1998. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a huge... People love Chips. There was, have you seen the reunion TV movie in 98? No, I, I want to. That sounds so, pretty great. So we have an answer here. Chip officers rarely drew their guns in the series. In the TV movie, however, guns used more prominently. Mm, well, so, it's a movie. You can I, do that sort of thing. But I would believe that this implies what we would already have guessed, that chips carry guns. And I would say that that Dirty Lyle would have demanded that Bob Bookman gives him his gun, and Bob Bookman, I think, would have. I find that strange it didn't happen, but it didn't happen. Nope. Uh, so Maybe he wasn't thinking of it at the time. I mean, maybe Lyle was focused on other things or, and didn't think he was going to get into a confrontation like this. But he has had a lot of time to prepare in Texas here. I mean, I a, think maybe he thought he was going to be doing, uh, he was going to be in hand-to-hand -hand <laughs> combat with Doc, and he wanted it to, oh, okay over there? Wow. You get some matzah? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ghost matzah. <laughs> just, you're just shoveling matzah <coughs> in your mouth right now. I, I'd suggest you stop. I will, yeah, that's the last, that's the last matzah <laughs> I'm going to eat. Uh, so, my, my takeaway is that the movie does not want to have gun combat. They do not want oh, no. to see people shooting each other. This would not be what the movie should be about. Well, but also I think Lyle doesn't want to have a shooting match with Duck, and he doesn't <laughs> think Duck's going to have a gun. But it's very weird. I mean, I agree. But at one point in the movie, instead of it being the movie where guns just don't exist, mm. you see the scene where he does pull the gun on Spider, on Spider right, Mike. Right, and he gets kicked away from him. It's weird, it's weird that yeah. it happens once where guns are in it, and then never again do we see guns, and then later we well, see... Well, we see the big guns later. Right. Yeah. But but then we see uh, Lyle try to get rifles off at the last minute. Unsuccessfully. Unsuccessfully. I mean, he was he he had no contingencies. What if he doesn't come alone? This never entered into it. Um, and you would think that if he did, he would just say, step away. This is between Duck and me. We're going to fight or something. Hmm. But instead he says, okay, everyone's coming. I'm grabbing a gun. It's a weird choice, but I guess he's just he's just freaking out. He's freaking. Freak out! Yeah, exactly. So that's that's part number one. Uh, item number two. Item number two is that Pigpen and Duck just run through the front office of the of, of the police station. Um, 
Sorry. Yeah. And with their trucks. And basically destroy a lot of it. Yep. Yeah, it's a great it's it, it's very satisfying when all that wood goes flying. It's pretty great. Uh there's a small chalkboard in the back. This is a small detail. Have you seen this? It says it the here's the text. Uh unintelligible word until Tuesday seven PM. <laughs> um Mike Mike on lockdown. A spider Mike on lockdown. Poss- I don't know, possibly Until Tuesday. So okay, so we gotta talk about this conversation that they have. Yes. Okay, let's talk about let's talk about more smaller details first. Okay. Uh okay, we're done. Yeah, well, let's talk about the conversation. This we're- was between you and me. That's what Lyle says. It's as if Lyle's looking for some honorable combat here, and then there is none. There's no honor to find here. It's you know. Yeah, he said we talk about this. His plan. He says you were supposed to come alone. Mm-hmm. This is between you and me, mm. and he feels that Duck cheated by coming with his trucker friends. Yeah, and Duck says, "I didn't tell him to come. They came on their own." Yep, this is all true. Which is, both of them behaved honorably based on their honor code, but there's something that Lyle didn't count on. The yep. power of friendship. Exactly. I mean, that kind of is the lesson here. Oh, oh, look for the doctor. Oh, there's the town people. There's Maybe. the doctor. She's <laughs> clutching a Dr. pillow Dr. like Melissa. a crazy person. I know, it's really bizarre. Here we go. See? No, that's... Yeah, a, that guy's the doctor. I think they're part of the Oh, uh, are they the truckers? Hippies. Oh. I think they're... Oh, yeah, they might be friends of Jesus. They look like friends of Jesus. Okay, um... Lyle says, I am the law. Don't you understand? I represent the law. So here is, I think it, it is it such... It feels like he doesn't believe it, though. I feel like he's saying this, and I, I don't I don't actually believe him when he says it. I think he's like he's overcompensating okay, when he says Okay, let's do that. a close reading. Okay. This is the exact quote of everything. I never figured you need help, too. This is what Lyle says. I never figured you need, you need help, too. Mm. And Duck says he doesn't need help. He says, I didn't bring nobody. They came on their own. This is, I think, him saying he cheated. Do you think that's the implication of saying this isn't fair? You brought... Sure. Yeah. Yes. And it says, uh, this was between you and me. You knew it. Now look what you done. You ain't nothing but a two-bit, lying, cheating, law-breaking trucker. He is accusing him of breaking the code. They're having this little kind of dances mm. of, of good and evil or the you know light and darkness, this entire movie, on what they believe is the equal terms. And Duck, he filters out and he brings his trucker friends and they, you, I mean, they kind of, they turn what is honorable warfare, like 19th century war. Mm. And before, there was a military class. It was like these little people in their fancy uniforms with like, they would train to be soldiers. And that was destroyed in the 20th century. They went to total war. The idea is war is for everybody. Civilians, you're part of it. Everyone is part of it. There, It's not just little sparring classes to decide what the kings say. War is everything. And that's what they kind of turned this into. What was formerly anticipated to be this nice sparring match between mm. Duck and, and Lyle became total war and the town Everyone was destroyed. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, this is, yeah, I, I'd say that's a very clear thing to draw from this. Uh, that's what he says. And he says because of this, he's based himself and he's just a two-bit lion, cheating, law-breaking trucker. Let's break that down. Uh, lion? Lion. He lied in that he said he was meant to come alone and then he brought people. And he didn't I don't ex- think that counts as a lie. 
but I think in the spirit, I don't, has lied. has Duck lied at all in this in this movie? That's has a, he told a lie? Yes, he did. About what? He said Melissa's not wearing any pants. That's very. He tells a lie within the first five minutes. Yes, she didn't have any pants on, man. <laughs> yes, he does. That's one of the first things he does is lie. That's true. Okay, so but, he's he's but, lying. But Duck doesn't know. I mean, Lala doesn't know about that. But he, no, but he's but, he's lying. But it's tr- it's one. It's true. We know it's true. But he believes he's lying because he's breaking the code. Okay, cheating. Is he cheating? He says he broke the code. He believes it's cheating. Sure. And he says he's two bit because it debases him. He's cheap. He's not a high honorable. Yeah, he's just cheap trucker. Law breaking. I mean, that's, he is certainly law breaking. That no, one's not no even one's in dispute. Trucker. So that's what he says. And he's a trucker. I would say he's a trucker. So he, which means that before this, he wasn't just a trucker. He was something greater. And now he's just a trucker. Well, I think that's Lyle trying to, you know, put him down by insinuating that trucker would be a would be a an insult. But I mean, he's saying you're just one of them. I yeah. thought you were above them. You're just one of them. Sure. And uh, then Duck says, "And what the hell are you? Take a look at yourself." And by the way, let's talk about the visuals. Ernest Borgnine as Duck in this scene is incredible. He is absolutely incredible. Ernest Borgnine as Duck? As Lyle, sorry. As Lyle. Yeah, he's very good. I mean, his his, his hair is now... Disheveled? Disheveled, like weird, sweaty, His slimy, eyes are intense. Popping out of his head. Oh, my God. Giant green eyes yep. popping out of his head. He just transforms his face amazingly. He is incredible in this scene. Uh. So he says, uh, and what the hell, you take a look at yourself. You're just a broke-down, old, bribe-taken piece of meanness. Bribe-taken. You tell me, old man, what good are you? Money-making. So he is saying that you felt we were this high-plane, you know, people sparring on this different plane of reality this entire time, but really you never justified that. Yeah. This was always your game. I never really was part of this. Sure. I never asked for this. You feel like... I'm, you know what this reminds me of? The movie Unbreakable. Have you seen that? Nope. Should I describe it? Yep. So this movie is it's Bruce Willis. This is it's it's good. Good. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, this is the second movie of M Night Shyamalan. Man. Uh, after- oh, Shyamalan. Shyamalan. After the um uh the the uh Rainbow Express. Yes, the Rainbow uh, Express. The, Sixth Sense. The um. What's that? What's that train movie? Starlight Express? No. That's a roller skating train movie. <laughs> no. What's the um what's the train movie? Which train movie? Train movie where uh, like um Owen Wilson's in it? <laughs> what are you talking about? What? There's <laughs> a train movie with Owen Wilson. Okay, well then there's Slumdog Millionaire. Let's just move on. <laughs> who directed? Was it? It's not Shyamalan. No, no that was directed by the uh, Irish guy who did uh, oh, Train Spotting. Uh, train Spotting. Scottish guy. Excuse me. Train Spotting. That's a train movie. <laughs> God. Okay. Let's move on. Hard. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got. I got to solve a few mysteries here. One. Train Spotting. Is. Danny Boyle, Thank Danny you. Boyle, who we Loon's also saw Irish. that Irish. That, or, yeah, he's Irish. It's that, an Irish name, but it's a Scottish. That movie. indie film that. In, that played at the theater we in Palo Alto yeah, by David That Boyle. was a great movie. What was that movie? Um, it was like someone crashing in a car into water or something. It was such I a I don't remember movie. much about it. Oh, let's talk about the plot of that movie. 
<laughs> that would be a good movie to, to break down. Oh, they're making a train spotting, too. Um, okay. So that sounds bad. The important thing here, though, is uh, wow, Owen that, that Wilson. Is, that is bothering me. Uh, trance. Trance. What a good forgettable movie. name of a movie. Hold on, hold on. Real quick. Owen Wilson train movie. Let's... <laughs> <laughs> the Darjeeling Limited. Oh, yes. The Darjeeling Limited. And that was directed by Wes Anderson. Yes. Also known as M. Night Shyamalan. I mean, I really thought of all things you're not talking about a movie set in India. Let's please move on as quickly as possible. This was a waste of five minutes. <laughs> okay. Wait, we're going to describe the plot of... Unbreakable. Un- no, not Unbreakable, of Trance. <laughs> okay, from memory, here's everything that happens in Trance. Uh, it's about a guy who he has amnesia. Is that right? He has amnesia. Yeah. Probably, I don't remember. I just remember a car and some explosives. And he has a psychiatrist who's trying to have him remember everything that happened. Oh, yeah, that's right. And there's, I wow. I, okay, let's let's. It's a very forgettable. No, no, movie. no, no, no. It's great. Let's let's meditate on this and see how much we let's, remember. But let's please let's move on. We're, get ourselves into a trance state. We're in the middle earful of convoy. Let's not talk about trance right now. Let's please okay, move just, on. Okay, if, if you're out there, folks, we're, we are going to talk about translator. But okay. we need time to think about this. Do do go see Trance. I, I recommend it. It is a, it's a true popcorn movie. It's a popcorn. It's those movies you sit back and and, and enjoy it. Uh, I can't tell. So there's this website description for the Trance website says, Unlock the secrets of hypnotism and the power of memory in the Trance interactive puzzle presented by Academy Award winning director Danny Boyle. Yeah. And what I can't figure out is, are they referring to the movie as an interactive puzzle or are they saying this website has an interactive puzzle? I believe they're talking about the movie, although I did get that wrong the first time. Okay. No, 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 there's an interactive puzzle on this website. I'm loading loading a flash player right now. You're ruining this by letting me remember it had hypnotism in it. Mm. Mm. Let's move on, please. Let's move on. <laughs> Look, Slumdog Millionaire. Yes, he did that. Oh, right. This is David Boyle. Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle. Okay. Good. Okay, we're back. <laughs> Let's talk about the plot of Unbreakable. <laughs> I'm livid right now. This is such a waste of time. Okay, we're back. <laughs> what a. Okay. That was a good. That was that was a good movie diversion. Yeah, I mean, I would love to talk about stuff like this. When is the right time and place? It was neither the right time nor the right place. Or right place, wrong time. Let's talk about Unbreakable. Though. Yeah, so in the movie Unbreakable, Bruce Willis is a man who discovers he's a superhero. He like he's in, he discovers this when his train crashes and he's the only survivor. Mm. And he realizes, hey, wait, I can't be hurt. Mm. Uh, and then he goes around and he like does small superhero stuff. And then Samuel L. Jackson, he's a man who's very fragile. And he says, hey, guess what? I'm your arch enemy. Like all superheroes, I'm your arch villain. And what he does is we find out he's been like, he's been setting up these disasters to try to figure out who the real superhero is. Uh. Because he's so weak, he just knew there was a superhero out there, and he just killed a lot of innocent people to find who it was. But the main thing is, his entire time he felt like, hey... I'm the arch enemy, and you need to like be seeking me out. That's your job. And Bruce Willis is like, I don't really care. Like, I, I this, this is not a good use of my time to be sparring off with you because you're just some, some dude. And I feel like that's kind of what the attitude is of of Duck in this movie. Hmm. Is that consistently Lyle's like, Hey, fight me, fight me. I'm your arch enemy. I'm the I'm the villain in your life. I'm the the ying to your yang. But in real because he's trying to 
bait out yes the mm. but okay. i mean really duck is like you don't add anything to this mm. i would rather is that is that what all arch enemies basically are like is the joker just like this twisted dude who's trying to like waste batman's time i mean that's that is or does I mean the, the there Joker, have been several portrayals of the Joker that definitely go in that direction. I mean, but, but I guess the Joker says you don't have a definition without me. Like yeah. you, if I if I stopped existing, I think that's the exact same case here. And, that's totally the case. And, Lyle's Lyle's definition is that he's operating outside of the boundaries of you know the the law dictated by Dirty Lyle and others. So, but he is 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 he claiming that he gives Duck a, a definition and identity of purpose? Is he saying that he adds to Duck's self identity by their by their uh, with, with with which line is this the I am the law one or no, no, a this different is, line? This is this is all this is implied. Oh, this is, okay. He's saying the code of their big sparring that is mm. the entire backbone of the movie. It sets them off as. We define each other. Mm. You only are Duck because I am Lyle. And Duck is saying, well, that's my presumptuous of you. I don't think you deserve to define me. You're just a broke-down old bribe-taken piece of meanness. Just tell me, old man, what good are you? He is saying that he does not actually... He's not worth his time. That's kind of what he's saying. Is that is that a good reading of that? Um, yeah, that is that's the direction he goes in here. He says he says um He says you're you don't define me. Like you're just a waste of time. You're just this scumbag old man who does bad things and is mean. You don't like you are not worth being my arch enemy. Right, and he and he I forget the exact line, but he basically says, like, it's finished for me, I'm out of here, I'm done. Um whereas Lyle wants to continue. Well, let's continue the close readings. Okay. So he says, What good are you? And then Lyle says, I am the law. <laughs> don't you understand? I represent the law, <laughs> which is I, I, I. This is what I was saying. I don't. I don't feel like he's convinced of this. I think this is him actually sort of trying to like convince well, he, himself to a degree. It's a weird. It, it, they feel like he realizes their characters in the story. Yeah, they realize that they don't exist in reality. They exist in this narrative. I'm the caricature nemesis. That's what I am. Exactly. I mean, they they feel they are. What the hell are you? Take a look at yourself. Just a broke down old grab taken piece of meanness. Grab taken? You tell me, old man. Bribe taken. Oh, bribe taken. I am the law. Don't you understand? I represent the law. We'll take more. Okay. So he is saying that he. That they, they they actually are symbols and they actually exist outside the normal space of people. He represents the law, and also he's saying because there's law behind him, because he, he represents the law. <laughs> God, okay, he's saying the law, uh, the law, uh. and this is the whole. This is the <laughs> whole movie, and we have five minutes to get around to this comes again. <laughs> He represents the law. <laughs> it's a good song. It's a great song. It's a great song. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, uh... It was Alvarez. Okay, so... It is... Okay, so for the entire movie, it is this thing of saying, you symbolize... 
what is everything Duck symbolizes? What is everything <laughs> he embodies? He embodies independence, independence, masculinity in the seventies. Oh 70s. hell yeah! He rapscallionness. Yep, yep. Kind of, I'd say, lusty, like just kind of without, just kind of embodying a living being who's capable of just doing what he wants. Sure, he is unbounded by the laws of reality. He mm-hmm. is, he is a, he is a modern day Bugs Bunny, baby. That's what I've always said. Charismatic, charismatic. Yeah, he is all these things, uh, and he. Uh, and what that's Melissa doing. <laughs> And 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 Lyle is saying, well, if you're going to define yourself as that, you need to have the yang to your yin, and that is going to be someone who's the law, someone who has structure, someone who has legitimacy. Mm. You can't be free without the constraints to to rail against. And I I am I'm helping you. I this you cannot escape this. This is in, like you don't have a choice. You can't live your life without me. That is basically, and he's saying when you walk away from here, if you don't, if you don't face off the right way, you cease to have an identity. Mm. You are no longer independent. That is that is kind of what he's saying. And and Duck says, "Piss on you." It is, and that is it is. Let's let's listen to this. Yeah. It is such an amazing payoff. Yeah. That we have we've been talking about it for months and months and months. This whole what could you say to that? What could you say to a person who's just destroying your entire sense of self? Who's, I think, he is really kind of this existential question. There is nothing bigger than the question asked to him. And uh, we're going to hear Duck's answers in a bit. But to talk about another theme, I think the overall theme of the movie is this is the story of Duck learning that he should be unionized. Ooh, that's the that's his arc. What? Because that gives him purpose. He thinks he can be independent. Yeah, and he learns the limits of oh, it. Oh, he learns that he couldn't. If he had gone into this by himself, he wouldn't have succeeded. Yes, and and mm. I think we at the beginning. It's and like, he learns the power of having a like a union of people together with him. In the beginning, he's on his own. And they leave, and there's a sign that says co-op. That's the- oh my god! There's a sign that says co-op. Isn't that kind of nuts? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of nuts. You think you think Peckinpah was like conscious enough he's, to he's be? A good, he's a good union man. As, no, I mean to be like, was he paying enough attention at this point in the movie? Would the dog bro say, "We don't understand. Peckinpah is a union man. Why would he have an anti-union character?" And the, that's actually the arc. He is starts he anti-union and he becomes union. Yes. Does the ending and, bear that out? And he he here's he, what does he say to Spider Mike as he leaves? I don't like someone else paying my dues. My union dues. Yeah. He's ready to pay his union dues. Yeah. Oh, he's in this is he's, the thing. He's recognizing he's, that by not being a member of the union, other people are basically paying his dues for him. Yes. And he's destroy he's like causing destruction to them because yes. he's not a member of the union. Yes, he's learning So he needs to he join the union. He's learning the limits of independence. And then we see a sign that says co-op. Yes. This oh is- my God! You've cracked this movie. <laughs> I really we have. We need to get the Dog Brothers back on the line. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is incredibly meaty. Again, if it's intentional, I think it has to be. This is really consistent. Okay, let's. I just love. I am the law. He attacks him like. You tell me, old man. What good are you? 
Such a great payoff. I am the law. Don't you understand? I represent the law. Leapop guild. Leapop. Well, piss on you. <laughs> piss on your law. <laughs> it is such an because he is just saying it is it is the classic Zen answer of, mm. of you you were of, of Mu. No. Uh, so there's a, a Tao thing of uh, of of Mu and and uh, Zen or Zen and Tao. What, what's what, it's not Zen. Yeah, so there's a classic uh, Koan. The Mu Koan. The Koan brothers? Yeah, the zoo. So. Should we talk about movies again? Okay, well, let's let's see. It's it's called as unasking the question. Mm. And there's a, I, I feel this thing. It's like, I think it's saying, like, if you answer yes, I will, I will, I will strike you. If you answer no, I will strike you. And it's like, what is your answer? And the answer they say is the nonsense answer of Moo, mm. which is unasking un the question, saying, I don't even acknowledge this question exists. I'm destroying the question. Oh, that's yeah. like. And I, and I think that's basically what's happening here. The, the, the Koan, the, uh, what is the Koan that, that is being presented by Duck is saying, like, I am the law. That is why we are here. What what is your answer to that? Like, uh, and he says, I don't have an answer. I, don't you understand? I don't. I don't accept the question. And he says, Well, piss on you. Yeah. He's he's unasking the the question asked with. It's and a very it's a very kind of Trump like tactic. <laughs> I mean, I'd say you could make the case Trump is our most Zen like leader. <laughs> and he uses Moo quite a bit. He does. Yeah. He, he unasks everything. He's a big everything. fan of Moo. Big fan of Moo. Uh, he's he's, he's the Mooiest. Uh. And uh, yeah, so that's basically where we where we stand at the end of this. It's real. It's it is so dense, and I think by doing that, he is saying he is stepping away from independence. He is joining the union of his the brotherhood of men. Uh, and I'd say this whole thing. You talk about what this makes bigger. Uh, the overall tone. I think it's what do you call it? Anarchist, uh, anarchist uh, cynicalist. Of uh, Doc, uh, yeah, it's like this is I'm, I don't accept any of this. I mean, I don't necessarily have a better solution. Yeah, I mean, so piss on you. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, syndicalism. Uh, is it for cynics? No, uh, syndicalism, syndicates. Oh, for fans of Syndicate, the popular uh, you, YouTuber. Yeah, it was a union kind of thing of saying that the real way that unions get together and they they basically, it's it's. Similar to communism, but with a more uh, explicit role for the union to be the main power form, mm. and that's that's as opposed to pure communism is just no one needs to really explicitly work together. Things just happen. Mm. You just kind of take. It's like a give a penny, take a penny jar. Mm -hmm. It's just that's pure communism. Whereas this is you need to work together, pay your dues, and then we can have power. Mm. And that's how workers stay together. And anarcho-syndicalism is the idea that this could be the only government we have, is unions. Hmm. And that's kind of what the overall thing is. He walks away from the law. He walks away from being independent. Is, he, uh, the only government he has is trucking. He walks away from, I guess, the pure libertarianism of being an independent trucker. And he, I think, joins into this idea. Anarchism is right. Mm -hmm. Unions are right. And I think that is the overall government uh, being proposed here. That is a, that is a solution the movie offers. Hmm. Uh, do you think that's correct? 
Uh, well, I, I mean, I, I buy the trajectory argument, yes. I don't know if the movie is saying that that is the solution. I, it, it is explicitly <laughs> saying that democracy is not the solution. That's true. <laughs> I think we're very clear on this. This is That very... democracy is painted in a very poor light in this movie. Yes. Anarchy is painted as consistently it is 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 uh, validated yeah yeah i guess so so i and unions i think you have to say is is the overall all know, right so you're saying it's a syndicate movie i think this is perhaps the biggest example of an anarchistic syndicalistic movie i, I should learn to say i don't it. know if that's true well i'm going to add the anarcho syndicalist uh, uh wiki page and let's see who takes it down <laughs> and i'll quote this good plan I hate, I Truckers. hate, I hate Moses. Moses, <laughs> Moses sucks. Well, yeah, Moses believes that he saved the day here, and as we know, he did not. No, he. I mean, he is, <laughs> but he's he is the average man. He is. Yes. I mean, Moses is the dumb schmuck in the audience, just looking on with a grin in his face. They're. They're goddamn Moses. They're just sitting there, oh, let's call the, the, the truckers. Always, oh, 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 let's help them out. Oh, look at that. Golly gee, this is all great. Like, he, he is not he is not wise. He's not part of this. He just likes the splashy noises. He has a good sense of right or wrong, but he's dumb as an ox. Sure. This man is a stupid man. Yes. And he thinks he is, like, part of this, but he is not. <laughs> That's, yeah, well, uh... I so I still am not. I mean, which is an indictment of democracy. This man should not vote. (laughs) Moses should not vote. We've read into it to the point where we've sort of determined that Moses likely didn't have any effect. But I feel like for the casual viewer and possibly for the intention of the film, Moses is supposed to be the savior in terms of activating the trucker response to. He he is the stupid man's savior. He is the person not following the movie in the right tense. Right, and if you really dig deep, you realize that he serves no point. Okay. Got it. All right. Uh, let's see. Other other stuff here? Uh, I wrote down, it is for me. I don't know exactly. Is that a line? It is for, it is for me? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about what goes on. Oh, that, that's the Lyle says, this isn't the end, and Duck yeah. says, it is for me. Yeah, so that's, that's more of him just walking away, unasking the question. He says, uh, he says, it was Alvarez, forget it. He says, forget it. He says, I ain't forgetting nothing because this ain't over yet. That's what Lyle says. And Duck is saying... It is for me. It is, he, just, he just walks away. It is for me. I'm going to Mexico. And he just walks away. He is, he's, he's done with things. Uh, and I said, uh, I, this is similarly related, has Duck experienced Nirvana? Mm. I think he, he basically has. He has transcended the, the average plane of people. Uh, one, one, one notable fact, after they crash into the police station... On the ground in the rubble, what is notably, what is the only thing you distinguish in the ground in the rubble? Uh. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, go on, go on. I'm trying to think. Oh, is it the, um, is it either the playing cards or the, um, Everclear? No, it's more, it's more symbolic. Oh. Um. Is it a badge? No. Well, okay, so on Lyle's chest, his badge is knocked sideways. Yeah, I saw that. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. notable. Uh, you should watch the street to see the sign on the left side saying uh, it's a Estancia. Left side, Estancia sign. It's very clear, I should say, by the way. Makes you think it might be canon. Is Moses the only 
guy dumb enough not to leave town? Like, um, is everyone else wise and they just, like, get out of here? Well, Moses also does, like, work in the jail, apparently, as, like, a as the I'm janitor. Just, I'm weirded out by the fact no one is in this town. It's a weird ghost town. Well, or it's early morning and everyone's asleep. Okay. Oh, there... Yep, Estancia, New oh. Mexico. Man, there's, that there's is very prominent. How did no one notice that? <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> Lyle tries to call the operator. What is he yeah, doing? Yeah, the operator. Operator. What is he trying to do? I don't know. I mean, why would you call... Op I, maybe he's trying to call for backup or something? Can you do that via the operator? Uh, to whom? The, the other police force? Because as far as you can understand, there is no other police force. No. There seems to be a town where Tiny Alvarez is the dictator. Look on the ground. A flag? Yes. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, I think the symbology of this movie You is, think Peckinpah still had it in him? And it, I think yes. Yeah? I think he... That's what they said. He tried to make it mean too much. And I think he yeah. succeeded. But on a level you can only get when you watch if this you movie. you really watch in detail. <laughs> yes. Wow. I mean, I think that's... That's that, I mean, how do you, you how do you do that unintentionally? You don't just have an American flag in rubble unintentionally. No, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Wow. Yeah. I do like the fact that Chiefed Out... And on his, it doesn't say Natosha uh, 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 County. It says County Sheriff, Arizona. Oh, God. They just got some generic, like, sheriffs. <laughs> well, Natosha, I mean, maybe it's in real life. Maybe it gives character to, to Lyle saying that he couldn't even. No, like, it does say County Sheriff, Arizona. It does, but it doesn't yeah. say Natosha County. When, I mean, that I would imagine they don't make special jackets just for Natosha County. Yeah, they they probably make a bunch of jackets, then give them to all the sheriffs in Arizona. Yeah. Um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I, you could. Uh, more notes, keys. Uh, they very quickly find the keys. They go in. They say, hey, where, oh, are, yeah. the, they where, find the, which is, where, where are the keys? Let's look in the back. <laughs> then they're funny. walking out in seconds. It's funny how quickly they find the keys relative to Lyle's complete inability to unlock <laughs> the gun rack. <laughs> that is tremendous, yes. <laughs> so help me if I had a gun Whoa. Wow, let's oh, check what's boy. going on here. Oh, no. This is incredibly disorienting. We're checking in on uh, football. Get a, get a little football in my right ear and only my right ear. Getting some football in your right ear. Uh, <laughs> let's check out what the big game is up to to see if we have to get off the air. It is 12 minutes left in the fourth quarter. What's the Whoa. score? I don't care. I didn't even look at it. Just look at the time. If I search for big game, will it give me the? It will not give me the score. And he says, "You ought to be shot. If I had my gun, I'd shoot you." That's what Lyle says. Which is, I think, kind of this. What do you see when you see this? Um. What? See what? What do you see that argument as? You ought to be shot. If I had a gun, I'd shoot you right now. I think you say moo. I well, I think what he's he's making an argument. I'd say it's a Hobbesian argument. He is saying, well, if you don't want to agree that this is civilization, then you cannot live here. You cannot you, live at all. You go back to a state of nature. Yeah. In a state of nature, whoever's the gun shoots someone oh, else, and that's it. Ooh, interesting. And because I'm the law, this is part of the social contract. It's a social contract argument, right? Perhaps. Uh, that's interesting. It's like basically he's throwing it back in his face with, well, you know. If you don't like the law. If you want to go anarchy. I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> then, yeah. Which is basically, yeah, that is that is the new playing ground. That is the thing. He's saying, he's saying I, I do not agree to the rules we've agreed on. Mm. I am unasking the question. Yeah. We, this is anarchy. All and right. he says, I don't have a gun. 
if I did, I'd shoot you. And he says, well, I'm leaving. Bye. End of the movie. That's what he believes he has. All right. Good reading. Uh, speaking of reading, we should get into a page full of convoy. Uh, one final note. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I get to this. Uh, Are we, go- are we going to Pageful Convoy or not? Just one final thing. Pigpen, while he's inside of uh, the uh, the office, he like almost leans on the column, but he doesn't do it very well. <laughs> I know. I, I, yes, I know exactly what you're referring to. It's, it's very funny. It's very funny. Pigpen so- is just like totally incompetent and drunk for the like second half of this movie. It's great. <laughs> okay, are we ready for a little Pageful Convoy? Yeah, it's uh, there's some good stuff go. here. Sounds a lot like uh, the Donald Trump song. All right, this is a page full of convoy. USA, are you serious? <laughs> uh, okay, you didn't think we'd let you get away with all this by yourself. This is a line from uh, from Widow Woman as she comes in. You didn't think we'd let you get away from this all by yourself. Widow Woman's voice came over the CB. Yeah, Pigpen put on. You can't expect a man to be set aside with just one piece of old Lyle's ass. It was mighty tasty, as I recall. What? This is so. In the movie, they just knowingly come together. In the book, there's garbage. Well, this is. This is a. We didn't do a real segment last time. This is garbage. This sucks so bad. You. I'm gonna read that again. Pigpen says you can't expect a man to be satisfied with just one piece of old Lyle's ass. It was mighty tasty, as I recall. Great. Good line. Terrible. This sucks. This. This is awful. Uh, so they go in, and they, there's a lot of stuff about them destroying the town. They run over, like, meters. It's it's a lot of stuff said that is taken out of the movie, and it's so great because the movie is so much better that people don't talk and say garbage. Uh, so taking advantage of the diversion, Lyle tried edging towards the gun on the floor, but the duck was too quick for him. He walked over, picked up the weapon, and pumped a shell into the chamber. Don't make me do it, Lyle. I want, it, I want to too much. What? See, this is this is, this this, is the move. The move makes so many good choices. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is terrible. Yeah. So then they 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 put the shotgun. The the duck set the shotgun carefully against the wall. It says, "Come on, Lyle. You and me is gonna meet outside. This is one time you're gonna hide behind your monkey suit." Lyle followed him out into the street for the fight they've both been waiting for. Probably oh, since no. the day they're born. Oh no. It was no. not a long battle, but it made up for viciousness what it lacked in length. What? And it just describes a fight for a couple paragraphs. And then Duck wins. This is terrible. That's awful. <laughs> uh, here's a here's an interesting point. They talk about uh, the bald eagle and big nasty comeback uh. with Tiny Alvarez, who's beat up. And he says, we were trying to help him, and he fell down. Big nasty explained with a nasty laugh. <laughs> uh, which is, that's the line that Alvarez says when he's talking about how he beat up oh, Spider-Mite. Okay. That's kind of funny. No, 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 no. I think... They don't say that in the book. Oh, they just borrowed that line for the... <laughs> and then move it earlier. That's... Okay, that's funny which in a different su- way. Which is much improved. Yeah. So that's what happens. In the book, instead of They this- have an actual fight. Yes. <laughs> this book is for, like, subliterate morons. Yeah. And the movie improves this incon... Like... Inconceivably. Inconceivably. Yeah, absolutely. It is so much, much better what, what goes on here. It's incredible. It's inconceivable. Okay, that's that's basically what I got. All right, that's been a page full of convoy. A 
get nothing. We picked a good movie to really dive into because there is so much to pick apart here. Um, yes. Do you worry about any future, future unnamed projects? Movies? <laughs> Do you worry that they may not have as much to pick apart in it? I occasionally worry a little bit about such future projects and yes. how much material there may or may not be to pick apart in them. But, yeah. you know, we'll find out when we get there. I mean, we, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, just consider, do you think, I think this has been a very important movie for America to pick apart in 2016, yeah. in oh, the yeah. year of Trump. I think we have helped, we have helped America heal. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. I think we have. I think we helped America heal uh, in explaining what is happening to them. Keep the, in mind, it's our previous episode that's actually going to be the first one to air after the election. <laughs> I'll put, should I put these bowls up at the same time? I no, can't. no, we should keep the schedule. The election doesn't affect our schedule. That's part of it. That's part of maintaining Maintain. order. Yeah. Is that we cannot have presidential elections mess with our <laughs> mess with our podcast schedule. I'm getting the helicopter uh, motion here. Yeah. That was a good helicopter you were doing there. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, and I and I, I'm practicing. I can't imagine why you would be making helicopter noises. Well, I mean, I'll say this: I'll probably do better than whatever helicopter noise you pull up. Oh wow, we're getting we're getting some uh, texts here uh, uh, from our fans out there. One says uh, the Pac-12 network isn't available on Comcast in DC. Thank goodness for at KZSU. I think. Well, I don't get it. They're we're, big fans. They're I'd say big fans. I'd say one. We're talking about convoy, yeah, and so two, right. and two, we're not on the air. Like this doesn't make any sense. Why it are they? Why are they? Why are they texting this to uh, us? Yes, very cool. But hashtag Go Bears. So I'm not sure about that one. Oh, oh it's a Lyle fan. The bear. Yeah, or no, the um, oh, the Estancia, uh, New Estancia, New Mexico, home of the Bears. That's very inside. Yes. That's crazy, man. And then we've got unfortunately agree with KZSU at M. Pete's McCaffrey could rush for 600 in the last two games, but too late for Heisman. Uh, I don't know what that's referring to. We'll pick to. that apart for next time. Okay, I, I, that'll that, be that's that's some deeper deeper stuff. I believe there. that's a text from Terrafractal, the very wise scholar who posts on our message boards. Ah, uh, could be, could be. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, good. This is quote unquote raw sound. So we're going to be experiencing <laughs> raw sound. Raw sound. Can't wait. Uh, we're going to have to wait for a little bit, though. Um, okay, so uh, any well, other... Well, one second, you can yeah. press it now. What? No, I can't yet. I'm getting there. Uh, okay, so so other... Uh, or is it time for a favorite segment? I have cleaned up all my notes. Are you done with your notes? I'm. Uh, let me take a quick look here. Uh, continued Honky Tonk was good. Do we talk about that? Honky Tonk's fun? Yeah, Honky Tonk is fun. Weird fist in uh, the air by the sheriff. The Great close-up tonk, shots. At the end, it was actually getting the whole uh, drum rattle of Convoy. Did you, did you hear that? I did not. Yeah. A oh, that's great. All these, and here's the thing too. Like, remember that waltz when they're going through the dust earlier? Mm. When you listen to that, it has the themes of Convoy. <laughs> it, like, it's seriously, they, it is. That's very cool. It's, yeah, it's very cool. Operator, operator, not sure what, <laughs> not sure what Lyle's looking for. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of this could be explained that Lyle and, and, uh, and Tiny just are just spasming out and not doing any reasonable things. I thought it was weird that every truck is still working when they pull away from this. <laughs> They're good. Uh, I mean, yeah. it makes sense. They're yeah. And that's it. Okay. And then my trajectory of silly, then serious, then lighthearted, I think is yeah. that's how I would map this scene. You, okay. you, you didn't write down uh, anarcho-cynicalism? I did not get to the anarcho-cynicalism. I, I rely on you to, uh, to, okay. to pick up on anarcho-cynicalism uh, notes. Okay, so, good. 
Yeah, I'll pick up on more of the um the baking spices. Good. And the uh and, and you know and, and references to trance. And and references to trance, yes. Uh okay, here we go. This is time for our favorite oh, segment. I, Ooh, what? I have one thing I want to talk about in the future. Yep, future topics. And this is about twenty sixteen identity politics in the movie Convoy. Great. Let's All talk right. about that in the future. Future topic. And this is our favorite segment, Bear in the Air. Ooh, we got a good one today. Yeah, that's the first wow. good one in a while. Nice uh, uh, stereo sound here. Some good, ooh, some good like binaural stuff going on. Yeah. Wow, we picked a great one. All right, this is Bear in the Air where we uh, give ratings uh, to uh, the movie as a whole as a whole, movie up until this point as a whole, and then these five minutes on their own. Yes. Um, are we ready here? Born ready. Movie as a whole as a whole. Are you ready? Yes. Three, two, two one. one. Five, five stars. stars. Okay. okay, good. Movie up until this point as a whole. Ready? Yes. Three, Three, two, two one. Five, five stars. stars. Okay, this segment, keep in mind, yes. no half stars. No half stars. Mean, median, and mode all need to average 2.5. Sure. Um, even distribution. Uh, standard deviation. Yep. Of 1.5. Yes, I... It's pure. It's. I don't think that's true. Pure, pure, pure numbers. Okay. Yes. This segment. Are we ready? Yes. Okay. I'm not ready. <laughs> uh, are we ready now? It is okay. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Six Four stars. and a half stars. Six stars. Six stars. Okay. You know what I did? What did you do? I unasked the question. Nice. That's some moo right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was. I. I don't. I said four and a half stars, but I don't know where the fault is that I'm finding here. Maybe I should bump it up to five. I mean, I think this is transcendent. Yeah. I really. I really feel like experiencing this. It really is pretty good. It. It works. Everything's on, it, coming together. That's w- what's nice too. I'd say the only part that doesn't work is. Melissa Melissa's in it. Yeah, <laughs> Melissa being randomly in these shots. I would I would dock off a half star for that. I'm going to dock off a half but star. I'm going to stay at my 4.5. It's kind of great. Oh, but by the way, we don't talk about this. It's kind of great how peripheral she is. Yeah. She, she shows up into the front. At the end here? Yeah. Smiling at Duck? Yeah, it's weird. And he looks over in surprise, and he smiles. As the Mexico thing is happening, it's efficient. You don't have to pay attention <laughs> to it. We weren't. In fact, I may have just completely missed that the first 16 times I watched it. <laughs> Uh, so actually, I like how pointless she is. I think it it has it it speaks well to what the movie is accomplishing. Uh, I'd say the Mexico talk is is strange but fine. Yeah. Okay. Good. good. All right. That's been bear in the air. But it's transcendent. It's clearly transcendent. Oh yeah, just like bears. We did it, guys. We did it. This is called wrap up. Good. I, that's, I, <laughs> I, I've always said we need a wrap up segment. <laughs> and let's. Why don't you explain what we do in the wrap up segment? All right. In the wrap, in wrap up segment, any unfinished business? Okay. Number one. Yes. And what else do we do? And we wrap up. Okay. Good. Any unfinished business? Do you have our outro ready to go? That would be some unfinished business. That would be worth taking care of. <laughs> So, see, this is why we have the wrap-up segment. Very good. Um, okay, okay. I, I do. I do. I have none. Okay. Uh, no unfinished business on your part? 
I mean, we have we have uh, action items. Action items. We gotta pursue the feud. Yep. Okay, and we gotta you gotta get involved in those message boards. Also, we need to watch the documentary on the Blu-ray. We've not done that yet. Docu- there's a documentary on Blu-ray technology. Yes, it's gonna be great. <laughs> I mean, we've watched Blu-rays, but we don't know how it's made. So yeah. uh, we want to get in depth. No, no, there's a documentary on the Convoy Blu-ray we've not watched. Oh wow! It's like it's like I think an hour long, maybe longer. Ooh. We should do that. Okay, is it just the commentary track of the movie? No, it's, it's over it's, a black screen. This was the guy from the Peckinpah forum. Oh, this is the guy from the Peckinpah forum. Yes. Okay, get in touch with him. We'll watch the documentary. We'll interview him. <laughs> I mean, yes, that would be good. This and is... then step four. Step four. Yes. Yep. Okay. Good. All right. Uh, very I mean, good. Like we have like three ups left, right? We have like four ups left, something like that. Yeah. Nineteen. Okay. I think there's twenty. I think we have five because I think there's twenty-four ups. I think so. it might be six. It might be twenty-six ups. Might be seven. Might be, yeah, you're right, 27 apps. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. Yeah. Well, you know, that's that's how this goes. So uh, we will... I've heard of 28 weeks later, but <laughs> what, 20, 28 apps later? Yep. If we just keep talking for another about five seconds or so, then I'm not going to have to fade this down, and it's going to be great. Good. This has been an Earful Convoy. Trucker talk. The best. The uh, best. Podcast crew, we're hauling up at 901, about to hit the